This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> that was wild. Marvin, we live? We're, we're about to All right, good thing I didn't say that live. <laughs> hello, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to That One Piece Talk. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Lionel. Sam. And this is That One Piece Talk, where we talk One Piece. <laughs> episode 98, guys. Oh, my God. We are two episodes away from episode 100. I don't know what, I don't even know what I'm going to say. During episode 100, Lionel's been here forever, and it's like, I, like I, I just don't know. But as, as you all can see, this is truly not Lionel. Uh, <laughs> this guy has appeared in many collabs with many different content creators. He's known for his content regarding JoJo Bizarre Adventures with a video that sits at 118,000 views. Hey. Recently, he started to put up videos on his TikTok, which he's gaining momentum, and he promises to have a Discord up and running once he hits 3,000 subs on YouTube. Please welcome everybody, Kev D O G. Welcome, my guy. How are you? I'm chilling right now. I can't believe that I'm actually in the That One Piece Talk studio. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel, bro? It's kind of wild. How's it feel to meet Marv? It is pretty wild. <laughs> it's like a guy. He's always behind the... You just know. Yeah, he's like the lurking legend. Right he's there. like Panda Man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's like Panda Man. I wonder if Marv has actually met Panda Man yet. He's probably seen him, just was just like, I don't know. Nah, I just thought that was random he, background he's character. He's unfamiliar right now. Yeah. Oh, he's shook, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a legend, Marv. He's like Buggy, but better. <laughs> but yes, thank you, man, for you know joining us here. It's truly an honor to have you, bro. Well, thank that you. that means a lot, too. I mean... Being in the community and being able to talk the greatness that is One Piece and Aww. seeing all the people in the chat, you know, much love to all you guys and, uh, you know, Buggy Gang and all that. Hey. Oh my God, don't get them started, yes, bro. Yes, sir. We're going to hear like nonstop Super Chats now. <laughs> but yeah, man, thank you. Um, guys, for the agenda today that we have going on, it's literally no One Piece Chapter 1082 uh, discussion. The reason why... The chapter came out literally two weeks earlier than it was supposed to. So uh, currently right now, it's not out legally. So we will not speak on the chapter on the show. Uh, even though you've seen me talk about it uh, with Chestnut during our chapter review, and you also seen uh, DDT. Did you guys talk about it during the DDT? No, no? It, was, it was muted up. Yeah, yeah. So listen, we're going to do mainly calls today, but when you call up, it can't be chapter 1082 related. Uh, just be aware, please. Uh, let's just follow, you know, legal standards. <laughs> but anyway, let's say what's up to the, the chat and read off some super chats. Yeah, we got a bunch of people sitting here. Uh, uh, what's up, Matt MGK, Zuko Bane, Thomas Crew, Soga King, The Broker. Uh, so many people here. Terrible TJ, Twilight Straw Hat, Patrick Flannery, Firearms, Lou Boo Kill You. I love that name. <laughs> Lou Boo. Straw Hat T, Demolition God, uh, so many. Void, shout out to Void, man. Uh, Red Haired Shank Them, Three Day, uh, Axe D, Charlotte, Sword Egg, Nappy239, Yonko Gaming, 
Uh, just so many people here. Black Jesus, Fourth Face, I Hate Mo, uh, Hussein, just so peanut butter and waivers. Love to see the familiar faces. Uh, IAL. Quavo, yo, Quavo, don't go no more nicknames, man, for real. Uh, <laughs> James Hudson, Rezzy, Simon Destin, Eli Vance. I, I, I can't, Rianosuke, so many people here. I can't read all the names, but we appreciate y'all being here with us. There's someone at the top before um, Matt MGK. Um, I noticed that there's, that thing always blocks it, so you're not able to see the first one. It's called Miracle Banks. That's his name? Yeah. Did you want to shout him out? No, I'm just saying, because, like, I noticed. You want to say hi? <laughs> Say hi to him. Hi, Miracle Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like you could have easily been like, yeah, yeah, and then Miracle Banks. <laughs> no, I'm trying to dress He was like, yo, you missed this whole person. <laughs> no. Because the bar is in there. Yo, because it blocks like, the first person. That's okay. why I noticed yeah. that. So I'm just trying to let Sebastian know. Yo, good catch, Lawrence. <laughs> I'm trying to be helpful. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> I'm bro. trying to be helpful. I'm doing the best I can. You're making it all <laughs> nice and deep, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to Super Chats. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get to them now. My bad. Just, just yeah. a whole lot. Are you doing another poll for no, no reason? All no. Right. Right. <laughs> he just does no polls. No. I'm not doing polls. He's the poll maker. For no yeah. reason. He dances on them and makes them. <laughs> <laughs> There's another way for me to look at the Super Chats so I don't lose any of them. Oh, my bad. I was oh, opening yeah. that up. My bad, yo. All right? My bad. I'm not pole dancing over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, we did get a $5 Super Chat from Patrick... Patrick Flannery, but it was deleted by a mod, so I'm assuming there was either a spoiler or something in there that we weren't allowed to see. So, Patrick, sorry, but we appreciate uh, the, the donation, man, for real. Yo, Patrick, uh, ask us another question and at one of the mods. That way your super chat's not, like, voided. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't like that, so. Yeah. Uh, we did get another five pounds from Thomas Crew. It says, new to this wonderful community, and I'm loving every minute of it. Much love and respect. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you so much, Thomas. Hey, yeah, thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> what? <laughs> thank you, Thomas. Yo, you made a sacrifice. You weren't on last episode, so I'm saying thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we didn't have enough room. Hey. That's part of making great content. He, he allowed GN Par to come through. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Share, share I don't love. know that Thomas I'm, was referring to I, that, but I, yeah. I, I mean, that's part of it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, now, like, no, I'm Lionel. Yeah. <laughs> I got to thank Lionel. You should have thanked Lionel, too, yeah. bro. I got, thank you, Lionel. <laughs> 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 thank you. All right, but thank you so much, Thomas. We got another 50 pounds from our guy, The Broker. It says... It says hi guys. Just, a little loud. <laughs> just wanted to say hi before I stay up late to tune in and attempt to call in yet again. You guys are doing so much for the community and you deserve all the success in the world. Hoping to get through and give you my best Ryuma theory. Broker always got theories for days, but thank you so much, Broker. Broker. <laughs> You're going to make Lawrence cry. <laughs> that was a sweet up. message. It was a sweet message. You can't see it, but, like, he's he's put it, he's put pushing back his tears into his eyeballs. I'm going to start wiping my eyes in a minute. This is why Lawrence wears the, the, the shades, shade. so y'all can't see him crying. Yeah, but um, thank you so much. <laughs> we got another uh, $5 super chat from our guy James Hudson, a.k.a. Pig. It says... Let's go! Hashtag Larry has bad takes. Hashtag <laughs> Lionel isn't real. What do you mean? Lionel's right Lionel's next right to me. Lionel's right here. I just turned into Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Sims47. Thank you so much, James. And I believe you put 20 gifted memberships oh to that God. One Piece talk. 
in the the, the the YouTube chat. So thank you so much, Fig, for all that you do James, for us. James, now that I know that you work so hard, I feel worse. But thank you. <laughs> thank you for the subs. Yes, everybody, W's in the uh, Yeah, YouTube can we get chat. W's for the chat for mm -hmm. Pig? For Pig. Uh, and if you guys are accepting that membership, please enjoy all the emojis that yeah. come and, with that membership. And if you dodged it, I don't know how. <laughs> so thank you. Oh, man. We got $2 from Yunosuke twice, actually. It says... See, you had to say, save money to only use one CGI twin. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag buggy gang for the OG. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. All right. Uh, thank you, Rinosuke. And we got another $5 super chat from Terrence Matthews. It says, I just need to see Luffy grab Kizaru in the middle of him traveling in light form and take him somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be wild. That would, that be, would pretty be actually wild. pretty great. Uh, he uh, did it with lightning. Listen. There's no limit to what Luffy can do, man. Honestly. At this point. Yeah. All right. We got another $10 from Project Iceman. It says, hey, guys, glad to catch you guys again. So when are we getting merch of the battle-worn Larry being carried on the shoulders by Marco and Buggy? Wait, what? So, um... So uh, I didn't. I, I know I announced it uh, in our Discord, but for those that haven't heard it, we are hiring a social media video editor now, and that's gonna free up a lot of my time to do a lot of different things with the podcast. So once <clears throat> that person does get put into place, there's gonna be so much of merch and all these other things coming out from us. So um, video editing unfortunately takes a lot of time out of my day and a lot of life out of my life. <laughs> yeah. So with this free up, you're gonna see probably some shirts like that with some artists that are gonna have kind of like their own line of merch with us. And I know you don't necessarily know what that means right now, but once you see it, you're gonna be like, this is absolutely cool as hell. So you know, just, just, I got ideas, so yeah. Never stop having ideas, bro. I don't. <coughs> no limit to what you can imagine. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> All right, but thank you so much, Project. Uh, we have another $2 super chat from Eli Vance. It says, first time on stream, Oda loves Buggy. We should, too. Mm. Thank you, Eli. Uh, I know right I love Buggy. There's somebody up here who doesn't. Yeah, right there, right? I've become more of a fan. <laughs> I have not. No, <laughs> I become more of a fan. I still I forgot. Lawrence doesn't actually mess with Buggy. Either. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I don't respect him, but I like it. I like him a lot more than I did before. Hmm. All right, we got another thirty-one Australian dollars from Shandi Wandi. It says, "Yo, what's up, Nakama? Hope everyone." Well, last time I was on live, you were under y'all were under 5k. Keep killing it, lads. Best One Piece talk podcast out there. Hashtag Buggy Gang. Thank yeah. you so much, Shandi. I know it's been a pretty, pretty you see, you started it. because you said it. Now it's <laughs> happening nonstop. I mean, I just you know, I preach agendas from time to time. Agendas. Luckily, I just put the stocks in what I believe in. I, mean, I believe in Buggy Gang. So, uh, well, it's better than believing in Mihawk. True. Listen, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> How is that, man? Kev, Kev, I love you to death, bro. Mm -hmm. But your worst take gotta be Lucci over there. Oh, 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 we're, we're getting to that. Right. Actually, we have breaking news for that as well. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. 
Okay. Because I'm going to give Kid, uh, Kev his uh, shine before right. we take calls. All right. Uh, we got another $5 super chat from Patrick Flannery. It says, uh, no worries, boys. All I said earlier was that Blackbeard was shocked that Beppo went so long, which proves he has no future sight. Hashtag fraud. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, if I, if I say something, they're going to be like, yo, Larry never knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate it. But he you. right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you right? Listen, man. All right, we got another $100 super chat from our guy, <laughs> Celestial Donkey. Simply said, hashtag buggy gang. So appreciate you, CD. W's in the chat yeah, for our guy, CD. W. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we get W's in the chat for CD? One, CD, another guy that I know works super hard. So thank you for every dollar you ever give us. Thank you so much. Oh, man. Super appreciate it. Super appreciate it. Um, we got another $5 from Redhead Shanktum. It says, Lawrence messed up that Shadow Clone Jutsu you passed this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying something new. Like a Nito <laughs> Shadow Clone, you know? Uh, oh, <laughs> man. Lawrence is like, I'm trying to gain privilege. <laughs> Kev. Larry can say that he mixed, bro. Oh man. <laughs> no. Kev actually looks like my mom a little bit. <laughs> Not gonna front. She she <laughs> she has everything you have, bro. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Uh, all right. Oh man. We got another $10 super <laughs> from our guy Pig. Uh it says, Don't feel bad, Larry. I only spend my money on the worthy. And with all the good you and this pod do for the community. Y'all are more than worthy. Much love. Hashtag buggy gang. Hashtag everyone cosplays for episode 100. Ooh. Damn. Do it. <laughs> there is so much good in that message. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. The cosplay idea is kind of fire. It is. Uh, it, it's going to take a lot of work. So I'm going to try to make it happen for sure. Mm. I just got to try. Listen, I could do a simple <clears throat> chopper cosplay, bro. I'll just come in shirtless, wear the hat. I don't know if people want to see you shirtless. Book bag, you feel me? No? But what about, he's, Chopper's definitely like has a bunch of fur. How are you going to? I'm black, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Not the color I'm talking about. I'll be okay, bro. I'll be okay. We got another 17 crowns, I think. From Void, uh, it says, "Oh my God, already at 30k." Uh, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. Void's been here a long time, so shout out to Void. Oh yeah, I forgot we hit 30k, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Congrats, boys. Yeah, uh, fellas. 
Fucking like 100k before the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Kev hit me like that. Kev hit me up You're on Discord and said, uh, <laughs> hit me up and said, yo, 30k before May. And he was right. So shout out to Kev, man. Yeah. Manifest. I manifest. Manifesting it. Yeah, 100k before the end of the year. Let's do it. And then finally, we got another $2 from our guy, Monkey D. Shin, uh, who I believe was the MVP of the DDT this week. So shout out to Shin. Uh, it says, nope. I hope he got his shirt on when he wrote this. <laughs> he, he got that shirt on. Yo, he wears a robe. He could put the shirt on. Yeah, yeah, I saw. And just all taco meat, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hair. Yeah, that's oh. what happens when you're a kid fan. Speaking of kid, uh, his <laughs> super chat says, no kid slander today. Keep it clean and above the belt. I can't promise. <laughs> kid slander. I don't know. Kid slander. That's kind of that's kind of like a, a running thing on this podcast. So Bro, he couldn't even keep it above water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there there are some people. Talking about kid really quick. So there are some people who say kid has a member on his crew named Dive, right? Mm-hmm. And each of kid's crew members kind of like rock music themed, mm-hmm. and they're very like on the nose. Like, mm-hmm. oh, killer's gonna kill someone. Mm-hmm. He has heat powers. Wire has wire powers. So Dive is going to dive down and save Kid. You know? He's not going to die. That's some cope, right? That's crazy. (laughs) That's that's crazy. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, I guess. Whatever you got to do to bring him back. Whatever you got to do, bro, I I guess. Um, We did get another five uh, membership donations from our guy, Pig Hudson. Thank you so much, Pig. And then another $5. That says Larry is buggy, Seb as Jimbe, Lawrence as Papagoo, Lionel as Kami. You <laughs> know you want to, and Marv can finally reveal himself. Mm. <laughs> and four of those might happen. Yeah, <laughs> that Kami thing that's not gonna happen. Lionel's not dressing up as. Yeah, yeah he'd, he'd probably dress up like Rayleigh if he could. Yeah, yeah. that's one thing he'd dress That'd up as. Cool. Yeah, yeah. If you could dress up as anybody, Kev, who would it be? So I did do Buggy, you know, because Buggy's the best character in One Piece. But oh, wow. I did do Buggy. Oh, wow. um, and all I got to say is after I dressed as Buggy, he became a Yonko. So <laughs> all I got to say is I put stocks in the right characters, like oh, I said. Oh, my God. But thank you so much, Pig. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, we got another $5 from Flame C. It says, I think we do need to return the return of Larry D. Clown. Hashtag Buggy K. Oh, my God. Yo, that was a huge hit, man. It I don't was. know why you're depriving I've the fans. I've worn of it like three times. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think I like doing it? Because you wore it three times? We could put you back on the Lucci Larry grind. No. Listen, Lucci Larry was the <laughs> best possible one to me. Okay. As, anyway. the origi- as the originator of Lucci Larry, I approved of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to call him Lucci, right? Really? Oh, yeah, my God. Way back. All right, anyway, that's all for the Super Chats, right? Yes, that's all the Super right. And thank you to everybody who joined as a member. It's not showing on uh, my screen right now, but I know we got a couple of new memberships outside of the gifted membership. So thank you guys for subscribing and joining. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Thank you to everybody. Um, but I do want to shine the light a little bit. On Kev over here, uh, recently one of his uh, videos that he was in went viral, and it was because you had said that Lucci mm-hmm. is admiral level. And I please agree. explain if you still <laughs> hold that same thought process or has it changed? Okay, he's not number thirteen, but thirteen still, where though? Like all, all, all no, not alive. He's not thirteen anymore because Garb clears Lucci. That's not even a question. Yeah. It shouldn't have okay. been a question before. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, but I, I just forgot. I just forgot. So, on the Lucci thing, right? Lucci was getting 
You were slandering him too, actually. You were saying he was gonna get one shot. I mean, he wasn't. He basically. He, he wasn't. It was like yeah. a five shot. He got, <laughs> he got low diff, bro. He got no. He definitely got. Diff. He definitely got low diff. He, he got, definitely got low diff. He got troll diff, bro. But here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Lucci, he's one of the best main antagonists in One Piece, right? Sure. Serious threat, very imposing. Mm-hmm. Also, Eni's lobby is peak fiction, right? We can all agree. This, these are all. Definitive statements, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I get, I'm getting a devilish smirk from Paul. <laughs> <Lawrence, right? laughs> well, he's not—he's not one of the best antagonists. No, I'm saying like yeah. of the best arcs. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah. A, at the was, time, he gave Luffy his toughest fight. He, he was, was the yeah, biggest exactly. bad of one yeah. of the best arcs in the series, and he's yeah. the representative of the world government, yeah. the biggest bad yeah. in the series. As so, an antagonist himself, I have some pushback. Oh no, yeah, yeah. definitely, but. Yeah. You good, you good. I'm not saying like, <laughs> I, am I like entranced in Lucci's character? No, like mm. he's not. He's not Doflamingo. He's not Big Mom. You know, he's not these like super rich backstory. I'm saying like a backstory. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they're more <laughs> fulfilling or whatever. He doesn't like women. I don't. Uh, I don't like Big Mom. There's a difference. Uh, <laughs> is that why he doesn't want the Kami, uh, uh Lionel cosplay? <laughs> nah, just, Lionel would never wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So on to Lucci though. You know, mm. obviously. He's coming back to the story, you know, just like Crocodile, Buggy, Mihawk, all these super old enemies. And I'm thinking, okay, they're back in the story, they're relevant. Oda's not going to just destroy them. They're going to stay relevant, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, ironically enough, uh, on the TikTok, they showed a photo of Kid's funeral, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he got bodied by Shanks, you know. Who isn't going to get bodied by Shanks, realistically? Kaido, Big Mom, uh, <laughs> Luffy. Shanks is top one. Shanks is top one. I, I mean, know, I know they ain't getting one shot. They are, they are getting you one shot. Like, but you but, but <laughs> the fact is, where does Lucci stand? Lucci, because you, like you said, Lucci is, getting, Lucci is getting turned into a leopard shish kebab. <laughs> it's not even close. But is he still Admiral level? I, I still think he is. I'm going to be honest here. Because look at Green Bull's portrayal <laughs> in Wano. Look at Green Bull's portrayal, guys. <laughs> like, oh my God. I don't, all right. Oh, Keep it at 100. I'm not Please. a power scaler. Clearly. <laughs> it's just he's a good villain, guys. You don't just kill off a good villain. Mm. Mm. That's why Big Mom and Kaido are, are still alive as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, I just yeah. don't see any of the admirals like um, getting treated the way Rob Lucci was. Not even Green Bull. No, really. Yeah, that's fascinating. Actually, nah, not, not even Green Bull. Not. And to me, he's the he's the weakest admiral. Like, oh uh, yeah. But um, like I even, think even Green Bull took like a conqueror's coded attack and was like, "Yo, that hurt yo." Yeah. Lucci was like. Like regular fisting, oh yeah, Luffy. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I get what you're saying. I, I like, I like these. Yeah, go Kev. Nah, Kev tripping. I'm just, you know, let me, let me, let me be, you know, devil's advocate. I'll hit Nah, Kev tripping. Eighty six percent, guys. Eighty six. No good. Eighty six. Eighty six. Hey, that means fourteen percent of you are, uh, you know, cool parvish in mine room. I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't pay attention to chat too much. No, it's all good. It's thirteen yeah. percent now. Oh, thirteen. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. you. Because Luigi's number thirteen. Yeah. That's exactly why. It's intentional. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Kev nah, put Luigi at top thirteen <laughs> in the verse right now. I did. I did. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, s- steering away from that conversation as fast as possible. <laughs> um, He's cool. He's not that good of a character. 
Mm-hmm. But he's cool, you know? And Oh, my God. And one of the comments was so funny. One say? of them was like, I bet uh, the leopard is his favorite animal. And I'm like, no. That's why X Drake is my favorite supernova, because dinosaurs are the best. See? I'm a simple man. What is, what's going on? What would you really no, no, say? Not the best, like my favorite. You know what I mean? Your favorite I mean, yeah. animal is Because it's cool. As a whole, or like Drake specific, like Allosaurus dinosaurs? No, just dinosaurs in general. Okay. Uh, that's why all the ancient zones are. So, cool like, Land Before Time is just your bag. Like, that's. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> little, little foot, little foot had some trauma. Yeah. <laughs> That's like saying that's like saying like oh Queen's your favorite ancient Zoan like no way bro I mean no as a character maybe Queen he, was he, is cool. he is fire he is fire but like you could have liked Page One bro he was cool when he came out but then he yeah. turned to a bum <laughs> he got conquerors punched by like he got bodied by Sanji he got bodied by Luffy and Big Mom we got off screen whatever happened with Sanji situation he ate that Sanji stuff though. yeah whatever happened with Sanji he was, was he was still he, yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> on panel. Only only Yonkos took him out. Yeah, low key. Ulti better. I agree. Yeah, but like, better. I agree. Yeah. I can't. I can't deny that one. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Is there anything else you want to put on the table for the people <laughs> put to on the like, table? You know, set the record straight. Okay. Someone just said I look like Robbie Fox from Barstool. I don't know if that's a compliment. Or not. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> Have you heard that one? I don't know. No, I've never heard that one. I got you, bro. I I don't even know who he is. I'm going to be completely honest. (laughs) Fine. Oh, my God. Hold up. Hold on. I got you. This is integral. Yeah, I was going to say. If anything. Oh, God. Oh, my. This is so much worse than Skrillex, bro. That's the one I've heard my whole life. You, you look like Skrillex. But no, no, this is this is awful, bro. This is horrible. Yo, Robbie gets girls, bro. Uh, yeah. He pulls? He, I he pulls. I he gets the bar stool clout? I, I, I suppose. We got another super chat that says, uh, from Monkey D. Shit, Kev could death rock the Captain Kuro cosplay. Oh, let me do that. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me do that. <laughs> I can see that. I can, I can see that, too. I can see that. All right. Anything else? Oh, yeah, we got a couple more Super Chats. Uh, we got a nine-month membership su- uh, subscription to Bianco status from our guy, CD, as always. Oh, my God. Hashtag Buggy Gang. That is our highest level of membership oh. on our <laughs> YouTube channel. Thank you so much, CD. Yes, thank you. Uh, we got another one from Soga King, $5. It says, Lucci is Admiral level. That don't, that don't mean Admiral's a bunch of bums. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, this, yeah, that. saying Lucci is at Admiral level isn't to dismiss the Admirals. It's to say Lucci is getting heavily underrated. That's what I'm saying. I think if you put Lucci at Admiral level, you're heavily underrating what Admiral, Admiral level No, there's is. a difference. There's, like, tiers in I the think. Admirals. Like, for example, Akainu and Kuzan are clearing Kizaru, Green Bull, Fujitora. Maybe not Fujitora. You know what I mean? There's, like, levels in the Admirals. What do you mean clearing? Like they're, they're, you're saying they're, they're a tier or two above, which is fine, right? But to me, and again, this is... It's my own personal opinion. Hmm. Every one of them clears Lucci. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, fine. like he, they're like a full tier or two above where Lucci is. No, like I'm saying, like that's fine. That's completely fine. That's but why like, he's not I'm just, I'm just say, No, but I'm saying like he could be. He could be. Wait, but real quick, I noticed something you said. So do you have Fujitora above Kazaro? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, because I think him and Akainu's rivalry will lead to him being stronger. Like, because in the narrative they have more rivalry, so I feel like mm-hmm. they'll be strength wise comparable. Yeah, they got into like one argument. No, but that <laughs> basically led to like the whole schism of the thing, the warlord disbandment. You know, a lot of the stuff led from their argument. So I feel like there's got to be more to it. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at power yeah, scaling yeah. as narrative scaling. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. Alright. <laughs> Anything else? Oh, no, that's all we got for now. Alright, uh, guys, uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take phone calls. Uh, we're going to go crazy today with them. It's going to be basically two and a half hours of them. Hmm. We're going to take a sponsorship break, Marv, around 6.30. Alright? And then um, yeah, we'll come back after that and read Super Chats again. Um, again, before you guys call in, listen, I know it sucks not to talk about chapter, you know, 1082. I know it does. I know it's out. I know that fan scan, like, scanlations came out. But it's officially not out yet, so we cannot talk about it, okay? So, when you guys call up, make sure none of your questions pertain to the latest chapter. Uh, but other than that, thank you for being here, and thank you for calling. Marv, whenever you want, throw up the number. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from Net One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Oh, hi. Um, this is uh, Andrew. This is my third time I'm calling in. Hey, what's up, Andrew? Thank you for calling, bro. Yeah, there's no problem. How y'all doing? Doing all right. Got Kevin a building. So sure. It's a pretty yeah. good episode so far. Yeah, man. So who's Kevin? That, that's Lionel. True. <laughs> that, is, that is Lionel. My bad. I forget yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so... Um, I was just kind of discussing with people on the Discord. It was just kind of regarding to, like, the Seraphims. And if there were, like, other Seraphims, like the like S. Crocodile, S. Moria. So it was regarding to S. Crocodile. What would it be, like, his devil fruit ability? Because regarding to, like, Dolphaming and Moria, they would just have their regular paramecium devil fruits. So, but for but for S. Crocodile, uh, because for Logias, it's said by Vegapong that it's much more difficult to to make an artificial Logia. So what would you think? Uh, Kev, you want to take it? I'm trying to think off-rip, because we still haven't seen Moria, we haven't seen Del Flamingo, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen Crocodile, right? Those are the three. Mm-hmm. And no and um, Weevil, if, unless Weevil's some experiment, and Law as well. And no Buggy, of course, no S-Clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. That's inevitable, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I don't know. I'm really excited to see how far uh, Oda goes with the whole Seraphim idea because that leads to the whole idea of possibly blending Devil Fruits together in a way, which I think could be really interesting. Like um, yeah. we already saw this with Jinbei and the uh, the Swim Swim Fruit, which I thought was a really cool um, way to further uh, Fishman Karate and all the stuff like that. So I think Oda is definitely going to do some stuff like that. Um, an idea that I had a few months ago was the idea of like. Mm-hmm. What if there's like a three eye tribe sort of character in the story, right? And they're given like a Kizaru yeah. um, sort of ability, like how the pacifista were. It could be some sort of laser ability now, like a laser eye, something like that. And it could be reinterpreted as right. a different devil fruit down the line. And I feel like that could easily be done with the seraphim. And maybe the seraphim originally wore were some kind of like fusion thing, and now they're like a fusion of a fusion. And it just shows the show. Uh, one of the big themes of One Piece is like repetition in the world. So, I don't know. I think it'd be really interesting. The idea of bringing right. more Logias into it. Mm. Um, yeah, so, now I'm just, oh, oh. No, go ahead. I was just saying, like, regarding to, like, S. Crocodile, I was just going to ask you, like, what would you think its Devil Fruit would be? Because Logias <clears throat> are a lot more difficult to replicate. Right. And this is something we talked about briefly on the pod before, and then we talked about mm-hmm. it in the Discord. Um, I believe a lot of the the devil fruits or that they're using for them are either going to be whatever they had before or something that mirrors yeah. whatever their skill set is. So a crocodile, I have right. to think, like, who has a devil fruit that's similar to to sand? 
And so Crocodile's, a lot of his ability allowed him to, like, dry people out or, like, suck up stuff. So, like, to Those. me, uh, <laughs> the Sabi Sabi, uh, the Rust Rust Fruit that we Ooh. saw uh, Rust out of uh, Zoro's sword. I don't know if that was filler or not, because no, I was anime only. He's man. a real guy. He's a real person, right. Yeah. So I think yeah. he's already in the Marines. It's not a Logia. It's a, a Dove Fruit they would have access to. I think that would just work the easiest for uh, S. Crocodile. Uh, as far as the others, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't be able to use their regular Dove Fruits the way that Boa and uh, Kuma's were. So right. um, I, I would go with the, the Rust Rust Fruit. I don't know about you, Lawrence. Honestly, for some reason, I kept thinking. Um, I thought of Magellan's ability. Exactly, that's the what poison. I was, I was literally gonna say that. the hook, the poison hook. Yeah, yeah and that's what I was thinking. But there's a note here that so far, what we've seen, Megumon hasn't used any Marines' abilities for them. I don't know Kazaru's ability. Means. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's like um, yeah, but I'm talking about like uh, for example, giving them with the green blood. Yeah, yeah, giving them with that. I don't know if it like. If it takes something not away, but like, is it maybe no Marines volunteered for it? But like the pirates, like you're, I'm gonna take advantage of you, you know, and throwing their power back at you, so to speak. Right. So I was thinking, but I would think Magellan's would be because also he's an Epo down. Not many people are experienced in you know, while capturing pirates, mm-hmm. you know, it's mostly just there. So I'm thinking to get right. his ability out there instead of just an Epo down to attack pirates would be an ideal thing to use. Mm-hmm. So I thought of Magellan's, <laughs> but. I wonder if that means if he's not going to use any, like, you know, Marines or government affiliates for that. So what pirate would it be? And that's what I'm trying to think. Because uh, you always got to match it to, like, which which pirates they also had in prison that had an ability, you know? Mm-hmm. Because those are the ones they're going to use. Larry? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So <laughs> my first answer was Magellan. Because mm-hmm. that just goes mad hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, every other devil foot that we've seen has come from an impel down lockup pirate, right? Right. He's part of Impel Down. Just mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, I'm going to go differently now. <laughs> I'm going to go off the Croco Mom theory and say oh he God. has the hormone yeah. hormone. Oh, oh, now we're cooking. That would be so perfect. And now right. we can go back to him being Luffy's mom. <laughs> All right. Nah, there we go. Satisfy the fans. <laughs> right, Andrew? Listen, you know we did it for I'm, the cause. I'm with it. I'm with it. Because clearly Oda be trolling with these fan theories. With, he literally just did it with Alkeej. I could be the burn scar man. Yeah. If he trolls us with with uh, Croco Mom, after he already trolled Parvision with the Mihawk as <laughs> a sword with the S, I'm with it. I support. Yeah. What about you, Andrew? What do you think? Yeah, I had a very similar thought because it came down to three. It was, um, three devil fruit ideas. It was the wax wax fruit, the the venom venom fruit, and the rust rust fruit. I think the rust rust fruit would make more sense in comparison to the other two because that's a lot more. You're you're able to really get it from another marine. Well, like someone like Magellan is from like Impel Down, so it's a lot a little bit more difficult. But those are like the three options I was thinking about. All right. I'm really curious. Why do you think the wax wax fruit? Uh, I'm really. It'll be the perfect troll. I'm I mean, straight yeah, up because <clears throat> Crocodile hates Mister Three so yeah. much. Like yeah. he hate, he hates him so much. He's worthless. He's the first person that, that he like uh, got rid of and stuff on in the Baroque works. Yeah, he's dispensed. If he if his Seraphim is walking around with the wax ability, I think it would be uh, it would be some justice. He'd be like, oh no, I'm getting yeah, slandered even yeah. more by the world coverage. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, it would be poetic. Also, oh, sorry to interrupt. Them. Like, 
Oh, no, it's just regarding to, like, why well, I say Mr. Three is because he's from Impound Down, and we've seen, like, some other seraphims are from, get, got their abilities from Impound Down, and it's um, Senior Pink, as well as um, Mr. One. Rockin' that. Oh. I kind of <laughs> like the, I like all the options we gave. Mine was, like, the regularist. I like the hormone and the, the wax, wax, and poison would be crazy. I just don't think... I don't think Oda would do that. You know well, what I mean? The reason why the poison yeah. one fits the best is because it imitates the Logia ability mm-hmm. and it also keeps the poison mm-hmm. factor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a terrifying Seraphim with a terrifying so, ability, so it's clearly Magellan. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so yeah. broken, Like, bro. the pseudo-admiral himself, right? <laughs> like, the dude is just insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and also we can get like that rematch where like hey, he's like say Luffy is fighting against like like as Crocodile and has the Venom Venom fruit, and finally Magellan can get kind of get a get back from that because you know he's not gonna fight Magellan ever again. And you know what makes it even crazier is like Seraphims are already hard to defeat. Like you have to touch them in order to like hurt them unless you're using Conqueror's coding, which I don't know why Luffy's right. not using. Yeah. Now imagine if somebody tries to attack somebody like that. And they have poison covered around them. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, yeah. the ultimate defense at this yeah, point. Because yeah. not only is that, it's like, you're not hurting them at all, but each time you do try to hurt them, mm-hmm. you're getting poisoned. Because, uh, like, Luffy was able to drop Magellan, so he wasn't hurting him, but this one you're not going to be able to hurt at all. We can't see it dropped. <clears throat> Drop sounds He took, he took two, he took he two knees. knees. Yeah. He we, fell to listen, both knees. Can we just say he took knees? Like, that's it? Uh, he, is that better? Cause yeah. you can, hold on, I saw Doflamingo get tossed by like Baby Five, right? He, he, no damage. Magellan got hit, couldn't take the pain, took a knee. Yeah. Two knees. I mean, right. he had bubble guts. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he had bubble, bubble guts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's you ever true. try to fight or do anything when your stomach is bubbling? <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Not good time. Yeah. But uh Andrew, that was such a great question, man. Thank you so much for calling mm-hmm. in uh once again. Hope to hear oh, yeah, from no you. No problem. Oh what? I hope to hear from you again. Yeah. Have a good oh, one. Oh yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, have a good day. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. Later. He <laughs> said Magellan went down like Ryan Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a violation. <laughs> God, so disrespectful. Yeah, you see the memes? With all, all my shows. Yeah, I saw that one. I said, <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, man. Good times. Uh, <laughs> Any more calls, Mark? Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from That One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Good evening. It's the uh, broker. How are you? Hey, hey so early. Early. Yes, early. I, well, I'm going to stay for the whole thing anyway, but I'm not last, so I'm thrilled. Yeah. What's your question, Broker? So, well, it's not a question. I'm going to drop you another wonderful theory. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I don't know how you guys feel about um, Ryuma in terms of how he is character-wise, but um, I've always thought he's just this perfect sort of um, parallel to what Zoro's going to become. And... I think the thing I see the most is that um, I think Ryum is even more impressive than we already think. We've already heard from all the people of Wano that his most impressive feat was when he killed the dragon. But in chapter 655, we see Zoro do exactly the same thing at Punk Hazard with no difficulty at all. And it's, and it's never really spoken about. There was plenty of people, you know, the Straw Hats saw it and they were 
press at the moment, but then after that, no one's really talked about it. I think that Ryuma, when he took down the dragon, actually took down a celestial dragon. And I think they were using one of the um, ancient weapons, um, Uranus, which I think is some kind of flying warship. And I think if they were going really thematic, then like the um, the look of it would look sort of like a dragon. And that that's why it's also impressive. We know from Wano's oral history that um, they were invaded at some point by the world government, but it failed. And that they didn't go back again, seemingly because they were scared of the samurai, etc. I think it's purely because Ryuma managed to take down a celestial dragon and uh, ancient weapon at the same time. I don't think he completely destroyed it, but I think that it's the same weapon that was used to um, take out um, Lulicia, and that the reason they haven't used it up till now to take out like um, rogue countries that are against them is because up until Vegapunk being alive, it's been broken and it's only been able to be repaired because of Vegapunk. That is a very interesting theory. It, yeah. it, it is. And I want to pass it to Kev because he has a very interesting theory yeah. on uh, what that oh, giant go, ship go, go, go. is. Yeah, so, so <laughs> you, the second you said flying warship, I was like, no way. This is actually <laughs> happening. So, all right. And you even mentioned the thing being broken, which I think is even crazier because, hear me out, Uranus isn't a ship. It's a whale. It's a flying whale. And how perfect would it be if the whale, the most important, like, symbolic animal in One Piece with Laboon, when they enter the new world, there's all these big whales that are just like Laboon, the whale's trying to destroy the red line. How perfect would it be if Uranus, which is more likely than not being used by Emu, like you said, that, to destroy Lucia, how perfect would it be yep. if it's a whale that's sort of been corrupted by the celestial dragons and their imagery, their sort of divine heavenly imagery, in a way to sort of use its uh, power to destroy the people of the sea where normally whales would live, you know? And there's a lot more to it. I'm not going to super spiel because that's going to be, like, insanely long and I don't want to take up uh, your entire theory because it was really cool. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I loved the Ryuma killing a celestial dragon idea. That was awesome because people got so, um, you know, butthurt about Zoro in Wano. And ZKK. Like, yeah, and ZKK, mm -hmm. the worst theory in One Piece ever. <laughs> but um, let me, I'll say, if I speak, you know. <laughs> um, but for uh, Zoro, obviously he killed the dragon in Punk Hazard, and then he did it again with King uh, during his fight with King, obviously. So he got the Eastern Dragon, because everyone thought he was going to go Kaido, you know, who didn't have a brain. And he also, you know, fought a normal-looking dragon in Punk Hazard. Then he could do, you know... The Celestial Dragon, it could be all three, and that could be really awesome. And obviously Ryuma in the original um, uh, draft, it was Monsters, right? Mm -hmm. In Monsters, he destroyed um, uh, Eastern, uh, no, actually it was a Western. It was a Western-looking yeah, Western dragon, dragon. And I just think that uh, connection is really interesting. So I, I really, really like that. Um, I've always thought that when it was never really impressive what Ryuma did, and there was always probably something else context-wise as to what that dragon actually meant to the story of One Piece or to Romance Dawn overall or to Monster. And to me, I've always felt like the dragon wasn't a normal dragon because we saw Zoro just slay it so easily. So I always thought that it might have been where 
you know, when you play telephone, I could tell him applesauce, and by the time it gets to the table around me, it's probably like blueberry, right? Mm. And that's usually what happens in history, that stories just tend to get told, and then it gets mixed up, and we never really know the real truth. So I always felt like the dragon part was definitely true, just how strong the dragon was wasn't true. And I always thought, like, maybe somebody previously had Kaido's devil fruit, during that time and history was once again repeating itself and that's why dragon you know kaido is what he was to the story of one piece and what he meant to the world and how dangerous he was and i like the celestial dragon idea of a celestial dragon having the dragon fruit because that would just that would just add so much more relevance to what the celestial dragons are and it would make them more of a threat than them just being hierarchies within power i've always somewhat looked down on the celestial dragons not only for the way they live their lives but for just being basically just physically weak like we still don't understand why the marines still even listen to them or why they haven't you know uh just just created like some type of anarchy within their own system to take them out we know how dangerous they are right but it's always come down to well the the world has to be governed to some degree and even if we have anarchy, we never know who we're going to put in charge of the world is going to make it better than the last regime. So it's like maybe at one point the world government during that time was the celestial dragons were strong. Like they were people to actually be feared. Like these are the same 20 kingdoms of people that toppled the greatest kingdom in the world. So it's like at one point they were strong. They just, it's like that saying, you know, uh, war makes hard men, hard men make easy times, easy times make soft men, and then it's like in a circle. Mm. So I think they're at that time and point of their history that they're just not hard men anymore. Mm. So. So um, I'll let you go first, Lawrence. I was going to say, it is interesting, uh, like your theory, uh, social dragons. The only thing um, I'm going to say is because. When I remember reading in uh and wanted, right? Is that Ryuma, as great as the feat it was, I why I don't believe it's a Sasha Dragon, even though it was a dope theory, I think I think it would actually be more interesting if it was. But Ryuma was fighting a swordsman and a dragon at the same time, right? And the the dragon actually served as that swordsman's pet. They they used to scheme where the plan was like the dragon would attack a village and then this hero would come and defeat the dragon and then they would, they'll would walk away with the spoils mm-hmm. but the dragon up being that sort of pet, the pet the entire time and they tried to enter this village and Ryuma happened to be there and put a stop to it defeating both of them right so that being the dragon being its pet kind of take to me takes away from it being a celestial dragon to me from what I remember and to me personally as great as that um, feat was slaying the dragon and that swordsman what I remember for Ryuma being his great, because at that time he had the title of like king and he was still a wanderer. But to me, his uh, what I understood as his greatest feat was what they kind of said in Wano is that when he founded Wano, he alone stood to defend it against pirates, against nobles, all the people that are going to try to evade Wano, take it over from the famed Wano. It was the city of gold, uh, an ancient, um, ancient kingdom, and a renowned swordsman. So you have all this lore of Wano that everyone's coming to like see, see this world's greatest swordsman and the city of gold to try to capture for themselves. And it said that Ryuma stood alone by himself while doing it, forging, I, I don't know while doing it, he forces Blade Black, but he forces Blade Black and stood alone defending Wano, undefeated. Mm-hmm. To me, that I view that as the greater feat, personally, because 
You're taking on pirates and their crews. You're taking on military mites and all of that by yourself. You know, we haven't really heard something like that. Only when we got a little bit, it was like Roger would go against mm -hmm. a military by himself and take out a kingdom, you know? So to me personally, I view that as greater from what I remember. So so to my understanding, what Broker is saying is that the feat of slaying the dragon in, is it Wanted or Monster, whatever the, the one shot was. Yeah. Um, Monsters, it, yeah. yeah. It's not actually the feat. He's saying that he went beyond that and slayed a celestial dragon, and that's why he's so famous. We just oh, okay. saw this one yeah. moment in time uh -huh. where okay. he did oh, that, and our, 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 that's what we thought was him slaying uh, the dragon. It's like the okay. myth. Now, to, to talk to the main point about the him slaying the dragon and everything, I love that theory. I do. Because um, one, to everybody's point, it just didn't seem that impressive when Ryuma did it, did it in the, the one shot. Yeah. But the other piece of it is, as we all say, Zoro is supposed to emulate Ryuma, or and vice versa. He's supposed to be basically a model for Zoro, right? Zoro, once upon a time, was about to slay a celestial dragon. I don't know if y'all remember. Yeah. He was he was this close to doing it. So it would be it would be exactly. another perfect homage to like this is what Zoro would do. That's what Ryuma probably did in a similar situation. He's like, oh, show, and there was no body there to stop Ryuma from slaying that dragon. Yeah. And then that could very well be why, to me, why Wano is so isolated in that way, where it's like, okay, you slay the Celestial Dragon, now you're on Wano, they probably sent everybody, they sent Admirals, they sent whatever the time frame people that they needed to send after him there, and to Lord's point, Ryuma defended Wano. Wano is not an allied nation of the world government. So I just feel like it could be so much perfect Ryuma lore and it would still tie back to the real Zoro that we see in the story today. So I love the theory, I do. I don't know yeah. about the, the dragon being a warship and everything, that, that's for you and Kev to talk about. <laughs> but I do love the connection of the Celestial and Ryuma potentially slaying it. I just think it'll be way better for the narrative of the story than it being that extremely weak dragon we saw him yeah. slay in, in, in Wanted or And also to support that, we could still have uh, Zoro, so to speak, slay Celestial because if they do end up fighting the Gorosei, the mm -hmm. Gorosei are celestial dragons. We saw one wielding a sword. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not heavy fighters or whatever, you could still have that where they need to be taken out regardless. You know, mm -hmm. that could be one that Zoro takes out. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the one I thought. The exact one that um, he was about to take out um, at Sabodi. I 100% think that's the celestial dragon Zoro is going to end up taking out personally himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as, uh, to go with what Kev said, I, I, I like that about the whale. And I'm thinking now, um, as we know, objects can have devil fruits, especially zo well, zoans that we've seen. You could have, again, you could have best of both worlds. You could have it be the weapon Uranus that has been given the whale devil fruit. See? You see? <laughs> That's just one other way it could be possible. It's just another way. It's all possible. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> you were spazzing, bro. Was you were spazzing. I? Like, I, I, I wasn't on camera. I don't know. I was just like staring at him and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like when you brought up the Charlos thing, I was like, yes. He did almost kill that bomb. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but well, uh, the, broker, the man. The parallel you could also have is the fact that um, the. Uh, the, per the swordsman that Ryuma was also fighting at the time, that could be just another parallel for Mihawk. Mm -hmm. That that's another person Zoro's going to go after. 
Yeah, for sure. For I, those of y'all that haven't read uh, Monsters, please do. It's a really cool one shot. You're basically seeing peak Zoro. But mm. uh, Broker, thank you so much for the call on the theory, man. I think you got another banger, bro. Honestly, I do. <laughs> thank you very much. You need yeah, to make a the... YouTube channel, Broker. <laughs> for real, bro. Mm -hmm. No, I don't want to help yours. It's going to be the fire clips, bro. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Broker. No, you're very welcome as always. And get some yeah. sleep, man. Yeah. I know it's late. No, no, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Uh, I, think it's like, I think it's like 11. Uh, we appreciate you so much, Broker. Guys, thank you, Broker. Excellent. Next time, theory for next time is going to be what the national treasure is. Oh, oh can't okay. Wait. Okay. Can't wait. Nicholas Cage is going after that. <laughs> <laughs> Later, man. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm going. Broker's always good times, man. Mm -hmm. I like that theory, bro. That was clean. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? What's up, guys? It's Ryanosuke. Hey, hey, the guy. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Yo, what's up? That uh, that theory was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it reminded me of Larry's theory that he just freestyled where Rio was being created to write on the Poneglyphs since they're basically indestructible. I still haven't forgot about that. That was a pretty cool theory, Larry. Yes, thank you. I don't get praised right, for but, anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I called in to kind of gloat because like Larry, I now know what it feels like to finally be right. And I've been saying this for years. Like, I feared is a bum. <laughs> Everyone is saying Blackbeard was number one. Blackbeard beats Emu. Blackbeard's over Shanks. What about now? Bumbeer stands are on. He's on Fraud Watch, bro. You can't tell me he's being top five and his crew can't just know this law while jumping him. I mean, Beppo was able to fight the man and Von and Van Auger at the same time and escape. And thank you, Patrick, for pointing out that he didn't even see it coming. Like, he almost has no hockey feet, but he's top five? Like, get out of here, bro. I don't hear anyone saying that Bumbeard is all that anymore. Bumbeard. And I've been saying he's a bum for years. Yeah. Yo, you want to keep going, you can. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm done. Okay, for, for the cosplays, uh, you got Seb and Larry's already done. But I also saw in the chat that Seb can do Lucky Rue, and I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> We've talked about that yeah, one before. Yeah, we could try to do that. I can, I can do Lucky Room. Listen, man, you know, I got blasted because uh, I was on IMD King's stream and we were doing a top 30. And I ended up putting Blackbeard, uh, I think it was the 16th strongest uh, in the world right now in terms of just strength. That's valid. And everybody, I put him, like, everybody was wilding out on me, bro. And yo, I had a lot of solid picks above him. And it was because of the fact that it's it's like the kid effect. If Kid and Blackbeard were to have these extreme hockeys, which I've stated before, they no longer top twenty. They start to creep into that top ten. Blackbeard possibly top five. It just really depends on like how efficient they are with hockey. And I think that, you know, a lot of people, man, a lot of people base off the fact that Blackbeard will eventually be Luffy's greatest opponent. But there's no evidence right now that says he's the greatest opponent right now. And then, you know, they, they base off of weird facts like Shanks scarring Black, uh, Blackbeard scarring Shanks 12 plus years ago before he was a Yonko and lost his arm. So it's like, you know, if you want to say that Shanks is the same strength as he is 
back then to now, then that means does Shanks get one shot at by Magellan the same way Blackbeard did with his whole crew? I mean, there, there's contradiction there, too. So it's like you can't even bring that up without people spazzing on you and telling you that you don't know One Piece or that you're wrong. But they never realize what I always say is these, there, there are certain characters on Fraud Watch. Blackbeard is definitely one of them. But at the end, they will be where they're supposed to be. And I think that's the, the, the basis of everything I always say. Just give it time. And that's crazy because people always telling me to give it time. But I'm <laughs> saying it back. Give it time. You're running. Yo, you got too much dip on your chip. Anybody else want to say to that? I mean, like, for me, like I said, I, I power scale with the narrative. So, obviously, Blackbeard is super high, in my opinion, because he's the main antagonist of the entire story. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I get what you're saying with the hockey feats, but that's the point. He doesn't have hockey feats because he doesn't have hockey, and that's how Luffy's going to beat the, the snot out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, he has hockey. He has hockey. He yeah. But not feet. like Luffy hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. he doesn't have Luffy like, hockey. He's carried by the Devil Fruits, and that's the, the whole MO. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he, he cheats his way to the top. Luffy grinds his way to the top. That's the whole uh, dichotomy or whatever. Mm-hmm. No. And yeah. O- Oda's, Oda's been pushing that for a hot minute, you know, especially with, um, you know, now... With Kuzan. Now with Kuzan. <laughs> I just had to make 100% sure. I was like, now with Kuzan. Um, you know, he somehow has access to an admiral. Like, I'd say that's, like, way crazier than uh, if you get in Jinbei. You know, mm-hmm. having an admiral on your crew versus a warlord. Like, I know. He's clouded up, and he's cheated his way to the top. And that's what makes him, like, such a threat. But mm-hmm. him on his own, outside of his um, influence, is not a threat. It's It's very similar to, like... How people think Buggy is a bum, but his influence is so strong. That's why he's carried by, like, Mihawk, for example, you know? The Cross Guild wouldn't work without Mihawk with Buggy. That's, like, the um, close example, I would say, you know? The thing, too, I want to point out is, like, people also count that as a feat for Blackbeard. Having Aokiji? Having Aokiji under him. And I'm like, do you count Buggy having Mihawk under him as a feat, too? Like, is that Buggy's feat? Or is that more, like... You know, he he never made Mihawk submit, right? Like he's yeah, using exactly. Mihawk, and yeah. it's the same thing with Blackbeard. Like Blackbeard never made Aokiji submit. He actually like panicked, and he was like, "Yo, like unfreeze my boys. Like I, I'd rather recruit you than fight you." Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things about Blackbeard's character too. It's like he didn't earn Aokiji. Aokiji just happened to come into his path, and through fate, and what happened at the Marine, you know. At Punk Hazard with Akainu, it happened to be yo our our you know our, our things align right now and you you're part of my crew, and it's like at any point like if Blackbeard started tripping up, like I feel like Aokiji would you know like if he was about to murder like a little girl he he definitely like yeah he'd stop him yeah mm-hmm. and there's no question about it. I feel like if you did question that then you probably think you know Blackbeard more than like we do, and it's like nah like we know him a little better you know it's funny to that point. So far, based off of the interactions we've seen, when Blackbeard goes and does his stuff, he leaves Aokiji to go do something else. Because he knows if he if he wilds out too much, he might have to deal with Aokiji for real. Like, yo, you go to Whole Cake Island, I'm going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You go stay here while I go do something else. Like, out of potentially fear, like, if I act up too much in front of him, he might turn on me. So That's a perfect example with him on uh, Whole Cake. Like, he didn't kill anyone he just froze them all we know mm-hmm. that freezing them doesn't really do anything like with uh robin and luffy on long ring long land you know obviously they were completely fine and you know obviously 
my guy Jaguar D. Soul, you know, he was completely fine. So <laughs> love to Is see that 1081 that. or 1082? That's 1081. All right. I just want to make sure. Yeah, no. I didn't want to bug out. Because I I thought I was doing it too. Yeah, I was like, all right, hold on. I had to catch myself for a second. I was like, wait, I know I didn't spoil. But yeah, I was gonna say like one thing uh, we got to keep in mind about Blackbeard, which we all do. Like we are. I think we're we're on the same page with it. Is that again with Blackbeard? Remember, he's the polar opposite of Luffy, right? Blackbeard's an opportunist. He's gonna work in his mind what is smarter, not harder. Any way that he could, he could achieve his goal with the less strain on himself or possible work, without working hard, Luffy's the hard worker. Luffy's going to fight through the mud the hardest way I'm going through it. Like, you know, for the journey, right? For the adventure, but also the challenge, you know? That's not Blackbeard. He's like, I want to kind of live in paradise. I want to go along the coast where it's going to be an easy ride for me, you know? Like, um, and things kind of work that way for him because... He takes that opportunity to pounce on it. Like, even, for example, he has some hockey, but he's not strengthening his hockey somewhat. He's focusing on his abilities, right? I think, because you could also argue, too, like, we haven't seen, like, all right now with the whole right now, him, he keeps getting attacked by um, people and getting hit by it. That could slowly start triggering. We're like, all right, his observation could start getting affected because he keeps getting hit by attacks, you know? It's like now your body's reacting to... You're going to die if you keep getting hit by these attacks where Azari can start kicking in, but he doesn't actually have it because you know you have to turn it on, and we see him get uh, speedless or surprised so many times. A defense making him may happen was like, all right, to defend yourself, your bike, like with Luffy. He kept getting hitting, but, but Luffy focused on it. He worked to train it. Blackbeard, is just, it may just even happen just because he's so used to getting attacked uh, and getting hit by it like to, to preserve his own life. But Blackbeard, he kind of he's the opposite of Luffy, so he's going to go about it Anyway, the uh, the opposite of Luffy, the way Luffy doesn't do it. Like, he's the, they call him the dark straw hats, you know? And the same way he gets it, like, for example. And also, too, I wanted to, I actually wanted to mention this on the, um, the other episode. Doesn't this, and this kind of, to me, I'm sorry, Par, but this kind of shoots down, <laughs> to me personally, um, two few things. The whole uh, rocks is um, a buggy dude. Because two things right here, I find like that statement that Blackbeard said kind of plays into how the Rocks has his crew, right? You have all these conquerors on there, but they're they're kind of battling each other, they're fighting each other, they're not in agreement. Blackbeard says, it's not like we're all buddy buddy here. We all have our own agendas, and we happen to ha- that works out for each other, so we're teaming up. To me, that kind of explains what the Rocks pirates, you know, where like you had. Uh, Someone who had an, an idea to go this, and it happened to work with all the other ones. But they all kept clashing with each other because they're all conquerors and they kind of go for their own agenda, right? But but Rox was able to get them together because if you look at it, Blackberry's putting a crew similar, but obviously the Rox's crew was a stronger crew, that one, that he was able to maintain it for longer. And the reason why I'm going to go shoot that down is because Garp actually says something, and me and Lana were talking about it, and I, I didn't think about it until now. This is where I theory. It, remember when Ace didn't run against Blue Jam, right? Mm-hmm. And then when uh, Dan Dan reflected on it, he goes into what Garp said. And Garp says, and because Ace says, I will never run. And she thinks back what Roger said about, Ro- uh, what, I mean, what Garp said about Roger. Even when you're facing an enemy you couldn't possibly beat, Roger wouldn't run, right? And then he says, yeah, Roger was like that. How would we, how would Garp know that Roger was like that? What time where he actually fought with, with Roger, where Rock, where Roger faced an un, like an unbeatable enemy, 
so that he would that he should run, but he chose not to. That could be an example. Well, it's not guaranteed. I know that it's, it's not. But the thing is, but when, I feel you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, he saw it firsthand with the situation mm-hmm. because this, the odds were like not in their favor. I was like, yo, you shouldn't be fighting these people right now. But rocks. I mean, Roger Dennis stood his ground and fought them. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but by going by that example, like um, it's making what we're seeing is making that. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that Blackbeard is supposed to be the smaller scale. Or what I'm saying, a smaller scale of the rocks. Right, but I don't believe he's as in the rocks where he's going to. He's an opportunist like that. Rocks, I feel like he, even if regard, uh, regardless of like how they don't, um, Blackbridge card pirate crew is, it's different how the rocks pirate crew is, where like rocks was able to still kind of like band them together, so to speak. Yeah, what a great take. I love that. Yeah, man. Thank you. Anything else you want to say before we let you go? I agree with Larry. He's a bum right now, but <laughs> sooner or later he's gonna he's gonna change up, and we he's gonna probably be top five, maybe even top three. So I I hundred percent agree. Uh, yeah, that was about it. Yeah, thank you so much, Ryanosuke. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you too, guys. All, All right. right, have a good have a good day. Yeah, you Literally. too. Enjoy the rest of the show. That was so fascinating because, like, I, <laughs> I, I didn't zone out, but I was like, I was so fixated on your <laughs> Blackbeard Rocks parallel. I was like, what was the question? Because <laughs> like, that, that was amazing. Hit, hit Blackbeard being on Fraud Watch, winning the poll, fifty-eight percent right now, oh. with a, almost a hundred votes. So everybody comes around eventually. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece Talk. Who are you, and how are you? Um, my name is David. I'm from Chicago. I'm good. Hey, Chi Town, hey. man. What's up, man? How are you? How's everything? I'm I'm great. You know, I just there was a lot of talk about Blackbeard, and me personally, I just don't get why people seem to think Blackbeard is going to be Luffy's like in game fight. In my opinion, it's more personal with Shanks and uh, you know, between Shanks and Blackbeard in the only way Luffy should fight Blackbeard is if Blackbeard kills Shanks. But it would suck if Oda has hidden Shanks just to make that happen. You feel me? I do get that. So what do you what what's your question then? What do you what do you think? You know, I, I just well no, I just possible in game matchups. Like is Blackbeard really as feasible as people think? He's supposed to be parallel, but. I, I just don't see a reason why Luffy would have to fight him. Mm. Obviously, they're you know we got the same in game. Everybody's in the race, but is that enough for Blackbeard to be the one that Luffy faces? So I think what Blackbeard's role in this will be that he'll force it him to be the one that Luffy has to fight in order to become the Pirate King, right? So something he does. Everybody was talking about Blackbeard and scaling him or whatever. To Larry's point, he thinks Blackbeard will eventually get there, probably by eating another devil fruit, or doing, or end in that moment doing something that will cause a situation that Luffy has to fight him, where it becomes down to just Luffy and Blackbeard at the end. So whether Luffy fights Shanks first or Blackbeard fights Shanks first, something will happen where it's Luffy and Blackbeard for the title, right? Maybe Buggy's in there, Shanks in there, whatever. But what Oda's been doing since Wano's ended has been basically eliminating other competitors for the title. Yeah. Blackbeard, whether you like him or not, 
survived his mini ordeal with law and is probably going to survive whatever ordeal happens on Beehive to further his goals or gains or claim towards the throne. So, again, I love Blackbeard. I don't know if I have him top five. I do. I'm a smart guy. I just do. That's, that's my guy. I let y'all get y'all's off, whatever. <laughs> it's not looking great right now. I will acknowledge that. But that's still my guy. I still have high hopes for him. And maybe I scale a little bit too much to the narrative. But you still think that Margo beats King to some degree, so that's a flame matchup problem, though. Yeah. Right, Listen, okay. bro. If I can, with, if I can get rid of your flames, then, then, that's nothing going to My <laughs> point just is something that Margo just can't do. He did it versus Big Mom. He did it versus King. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, ultimately, something Blackbeard will do, whether it is gaining another Delphi, whether it is finding the Burn Scar Man, whatever will happen, will put him in position to have a path to Pirate King. And he will have to face what? Luffy. Because if it doesn't happen, then what were we doing this entire time? Like, I know people might not like Blackbeard, but then what's the point of his character? If we don't even get to that point where it's him versus Luffy for Pirate King, what were we doing? What was the point? Well, why, why do we have all this buildup? Why, why do we have the parallel of somebody who is going about it the wrong way. The guy who is using cheat codes in order to get power-ups and gain crew members in the wrong way. It's the, like, the point of the story is to show you this guy's doing it the wrong way, this guy's doing it the right way. They're going to meet at the top, or at least just below top. Now, if you're saying he's not the endgame villain, that's fine, but they do have to fight. Mm. There yeah, does yeah. need to be a conclusion to their two arcs. Yeah. Right? Like I, I, I hope you're, you still believe that. Well, well, my perspective was more of, I hear exactly what you're saying, but the exact same thing applies with Shanks. He's hidden in mystery for a reason, and all we pretty much know is his beef with Blackbeard is personal. So if Shanks doesn't fight Blackbeard, then what's Shanks' purpose? No, I'm He's fine. In this so, as well. so I'm fine with Shanks fighting Blackbeard. I just need Blackbeard to come out victorious in that situation, yeah. whether it's through underhanded oh, tactics oh. or whatever. That's all I need. That's, that's it. It doesn't need again. It would make the, the beef with Luffy more spicy, which is what I want. And ultimately, again, like we did with Kid and Law, we got to start clipping off some of these Pirate King candidates mm. to the point where oh. it becomes. Either Luffy or Shanks or Blackbeard, whatever. But if we don't get the showdown between Luffy and Blackbeard, then I don't know what we were reading for the past five, even longer than that. Like 800 chapters. 800 chapters. What were we reading if it's not Luffy and Blackbeard at the end? Like, I just had like a, not a brain blast, but like a realization. So it was pretty recent with a Film Red, Oda mm -hmm. released this volume thing. And he revealed that Shanks has like a fire sword. And I'm like, oh. You, you brought up the point that uh, Shanks would be like an ace parallel, like ace dies to further inspire Luffy to hate Blackbeard. And now he has a fire sword, just like how his brother had the fire fruit. Oh, that could be, you know, the light is getting snuffed out, more uh, imagery of that possibly happening. I don't know. And with Blackbeard being a Rock's parallel, in my opinion, and Rock's era being before Roger's era, if Shanks and Blackbeard are the last two, well, and Buggy, but we're, we're not saying Buggy is that level, let's we're, be honest. We're not here. Yeah, um, but if Shanks and Blackbeard are the last two from that era that are the Pirate King candidates, right? Obviously, if Blackbeard's the last one, then Luffy, it would be like Rox and um, Roger again. It would be a similar type of thing. I feel like Oda would definitely do that. Now, I get what you're saying. Like, obviously, Emu could be the main uh, big bad of the story because the world government's like the big bad of the story. But I still think 
Blackbeard and Emu are definitely like the two big ones. And this isn't to slander like anyone who likes like a Kainu versus Luffy, because that I think should happen as well. But I feel like those two have more um, oomph. And with what you were saying about um, it's not as personal for Luffy versus Blackbeard, I, I, I cannot agree with that at all. I gotta be completely honest, because Blackbeard was the reason Ace died. He was the reason. He was the cause of it. Blackbeard was the one who hurt his mentor. There's a lot of buildup for that, in my opinion. And when Luffy found out Blackbeard was Blackbeard and him fell down, he was shook. He was shook. And it was like, you're Blackbeard? And there was this whole like climactic fight, and then it just ended because he couldn't do anything at the moment, which is, well, not because he couldn't like attack him. He obviously made Blackbeard uh, immensely in pain, but I meant he had to go. He couldn't like finish it right there. Not that I think he could, to be honest, at that point. But Luffy got destroyed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to say something before Larry goes. Um, and I know this is going to be probably highly disagreed upon, but I'm just saying another one I could take. One, Luffy and Blackbird, they're definitely fighting. Like, mm-hmm. when and where, don't know. But that's, like, almost guaranteed. But but the scenario you brought up, like, you know, a way it's going is, like, uh, from the previous areas, uh, Blackbeard and Shanks. But but you gotta realize who else is from that era. It's gonna sound crazy, but so is Cross Guild. Yeah. Right. So we could get Luffy versus Blackbeard, and around that time, Shanks versus Cross Guild. Oh, that'd be amazing. I would love that. And then the winners too face each other. Like we could very well get that. And it could be this could be all right. Now this could be kind of crazy. Actually, <laughs> now we're talking about it because Buggy's whole vibe is circus vibes, right? Yeah. And obviously, you know what other crew is kind of like that? Foxy. Listen, right? <laughs> no, but this is so. All right, Foxy, so no, this is so so serious. This is so serious. Did I show you know how, my, Never mind. Go ahead. You know how Shanks is a bunch of these like rando uh, pirate crews under him. Mm-hmm. What if Foxy's one yeah. of them? And Foxy learned it from Shanks. And so Shanks does a real baby uh, back fight. And in order to, um, you know, level the playing field, maybe he's like, oh, if you beat me, like him versus Mihawk will happen again. You know, mm-hmm. that's another super built up fight. I think that'd be crazy. That's why I went with the uh, the Red Hair versus Cross Guild. And that, no, I didn't say Buggy Pirates. I said Cross Guild because obviously Buggy, because the thing is, Buggy, Buggy is not the captain of... Like, even though he's not, It's right? a three-way, like, no. thing. You know, exactly. But the main thing is, like, even though Mihawk says he didn't want to fight Shanks back then against one arm, to me, I still believe we get we get a rematch, you know? So You're crazy as hell. What? <laughs> crazy so, as hell we got time for a Shanks and Mihawk rematch, bro. We don't got time for well, that. Well, no, because... Cause I'm going my. Cause it'll, be, it'll be five years. We got. Years we don't have time for that, bro. No, no, no. Well, I'm talking about like, cause they, cause like you know, Yonkos. Hmm. You know, so the scenario I'll put out. But we know Luffy's gonna fight Blackbeard. We can definitely see the other two Yonkos fighting. Like a tournament bracket. Yeah. I, I have my own thoughts what? on how that plays out, but I won't. I won't hear if I speak. <laughs> Larry. Um. I mean, when we realistically look at Blackbeard's character, uh, Oda's trying to tell us two things. Uh, and it's both about freedom. So freedom to do whatever you want, freedom to do whatever you want. What's the challenges of having freedom and doing whatever you want? Chaos. Uncontrolled chaos. Freedom to do whatever you want literally lets anybody do whatever they want. And, you know, 
I think that's what comes with Blackbeard and that's what comes with Luffy and I think that they're both dangerous and I know people like to see the light side of Luffy and the dark side of Blackbeard but to me both of these people are like great characters because I was explaining it on TikTok live with Chestnut yesterday is that when you you know Luffy to a degree is just as evil as Blackbeard he just doesn't have schemer intentions but when he went to go save Ace and Hannibal stepped in his way and was like, yo, you being selfish and trying to free Ace for doing what his actions led him to be, you're going to let all these other pirates go and be released, and they're going to take their anger and their frustrations on peaceful civilians. And Luffy didn't care about that. Why? Because he felt, because of his freedom and wanting to do whatever he wanted to do, was his choice. He didn't care about the consequences of the other pirates he was letting loose on the world. That's an issue for mm -hmm. the world. This is why the world government, as corrupted as they may be, are actually a positive to the world because then they take care of those individuals when they need to. And the thing with Blackbeard is he's the same exact way. He just doesn't do it in a happy, you know, ice cream cake way where it looks all pretty. So I think that when Oda sends this vibe between Luffy and Blackbeard, we've seen it with their first meeting about dreams on Jaya. And then We've seen it about the desires and wanting to be a pirate king, right? It, it's just about, like, he's going to be the endgame opponent. They're going to get there eventually, and they're going to fight. And I think that he's most likely going to be the endgame uh, villain, for sure. Because in order for Luffy to be whatever he has to be, he has to challenge somebody that also wants that same goal. And I know that Akainu's there. I don't give much credit to Emu. Uh, he could be another Steli. It's Ooh. just... Overall, it's like, this is the guy that wants to take away the thing that I want. And Oda put that in front of us, so I think that's going to be it. But if Blackbeard touches that dude right now, man, you know, <laughs> better... Arms too, arms too short to box with God right now? To box with Nika, man. You better be careful. I pull out the moon god or something. He's going to have to do something. Yeah, And also, just to add real quick, the reason why you're also adding like a third fruit it's because you gotta remember, Luffy's his attack power is increasing dramatically, and Blackbeard still takes double damage. So yeah. like you gotta remember him getting hit by this. How much can he really take without something to support that? Have they ever confirmed that it's it's actually double damage versus just being able to be hit while you're still alive? Have you ever gotten so, confirmation so on that? The confirmation. No, I think so confirmed. Everybody gets it confused. It's not double damage. It's double the pain. Oh. Yeah. So he gets double the pain every time he receives something that it's inflicted on top of but, him. But again, is is that like just jargon for like, yo, I can still be hit as a Lagia? Like, you know what I mean? Or is that actually, yo, it's doubled? Well, it's just double pain, bro. That's what it was stated in the official trends. It's almost like he might have doubled the nerves and doubled the influences manipulating his insulin. There's some people that believe that he's more durable than Kaido, so... It's all right, bro. Oh, man. But, um, yo, thank you for bringing that topic up, man, and thank you for calling as well. I, I greatly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, I hope to hear from you again. For sure. Yeah, man. Have a good one. All right. All right. All right, later. Marv, don't let Mike super call in, man. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that energy today. Uh, Marv, after this call, we'll take the sponsorship break, okay? And then we'll do super chats after. Hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, this is Larry from that One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? How's it going? My name's Tom. Hey, Tom. What's going on, man? 
nothing much. If you guys remember a couple weeks ago, you had that guy call in about uh, S-Hawk versus King when you guys ripped him to shred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, was the, I was the guy in the background telling him he was an idiot. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my god! Oh, the beef is real. Yeah, the beef is I real. Yeah, what's up, Tom? Speaks on his He's my uh, he's my roommate at school. We watch it every week. Oh awesome. wow! That's That's awesome. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, are you, you guys are just taking calls and questions today? Yeah. Yeah. No, ten six uh, ten eighty two talk uh, has not been released by the official. Um, so please, no oh, ten eighty two. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, uh, I'm a huge. Usopp fan, as, as hard as that is to say out loud nowadays. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Tom. Really? Welcome to the <laughs> And my, my buddy Brady, who called in, rips him to shreds all the time and calls me an idiot. So I, I need to know what you got, if at all, what you guys think Oda's going to do for Usopp eventually. It's all you can. Please. Please. Okay. Because these two... <laughs> Is, they're not Usopp gang. Okay. All, so. so as you guys know, you know, I said in the chat and a buggy gang, but Usopp is the goat. <laughs> he is my he is my second favorite character in the whole series. Luffy's top one, but then Usopp is right there because U- Usopp is fire. Tom, Tom, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. <laughs> you're 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 a, you're a brave Usopp fan in these trying times, you know. But we'll be up. So we'll be up in Elbaf. We will be so up. So. For me, Usopp, he's got to get Mjolnir or something. He's got to have his moment. I'm not gonna say Usopp conquerors. I'm not. I'm not that level because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not just gonna completely um, ride for him that hard. But he's gonna have his moment. He's gonna get the Mjolnir obviously because of the the hammer gag that's been a thing for such a long time. He's probably gonna get that, and. The Giants are probably going to be subjugated by Loki. Maybe Loki's working with Kid, because both of them seem to probably, well, we don't know anything about Loki, but Loki being the trickster guy, he probably doesn't mess with Shanks, because the Giants like Shanks more than him, uh, presumably. You know, this is all theorization based off the name and stuff, but, you know, we, we know Loki from Marvel and stuff, and he's a, he's a troll, so it's probably going to be somewhat similar in a way. And we know Usopp is probably going to have a lot of love from the Giants. Or maybe the Giants are, like, down on their luck. And Usopp has to be the one that lifts them up, you know, similar to what he did in uh, Eni's Lobby with Oimo and Kashi. And how he looked up to uh, Dorian Bragi. He's going to have to blend them both together and do both at the same time. And then maybe not only does he lift up the Giant Spirits, he lifts up Mjolnir, mm-hmm. which is and a weapon that's only capable of being used by people who have the spirit of Elbaf within them, like a brave warrior of the sin. I love Usopp. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell. You can tell. Yeah. So, so I'm very uh, hopeful for... I like that take. Yeah. I uh, also usually... Ag- go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I usually agree with a lot of what Larry says on this podcast, but I'm not really too excited to hear what he has to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be taking away, Larry. Go ahead. Um, I'll try to stay positive. I think that... The greatest moments in Usopp are the moments that matter the most for the crew. Anything that has to do with the crew uh, and him being for the crew is amazing. So he did he did something like that at Water 7 with yeah. Ennis Lobby, remember? He's mm-hmm. one of the main reasons that Luffy even got back up to defeat Luchi. Yep. That's one of the greatest parts of that whole story. 
Um, and then he kind of did that with uh, Stampede versus Bullet. So mm -hmm. I would really love to see Oda go in the direction of keeping his lies coming true. And I hope when he does give his life as a brave warrior and becomes what he wants to be most, it's in the essence of protecting the crew or protecting Luffy becoming the Pirate King. Like, without him doing that, uh, he like Luffy doesn't get to become Pirate King. And it's crazy because it would call back to their fight of him leaving the crew because he didn't feel like he was useful anymore. And that's one of the reasons why he wanted to keep uh, Mary around. Because if they could just throw away a Nakama, then they would probably just throw him away eventually. Um, and just to see that come back full circle... That would really mean a lot to me because then you can also, you know, Sebastian tries to say that Zoro's not the best friend for Luffy. It actually is Usopp, yep. right? So for me, I think that we, we always put these importances on like Sanji and Zoro being the wings of the Pirate King. I think that Usopp also being another wing would be amazing, but it's just the wing that you can't see. Like he'd be like the wind under the wing. Go, mm. oh, Larry. I love that. <laughs> I'm trying Listen, to be nicer. Bro. Positive Usopp uh, uh, affirmations yeah. from Larry. I love to see it. Listen, I go over the top with my Usopp love sometimes. Yes. I, I I put in the poll, you know, Soga King, Kaya's baby daddy, God D Usopp, all the things that Usopp actually is. <laughs> and they're all winning the poll, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I go as far as to say he could become a conqueror. I've said it on this, this uh, podcast yeah. before. I know it's a wild take. I just, again, I think with the narrative sometimes, if Usopp ever becomes the brave warrior of the sea, how is Oda going to portray that? What would that person look like for Usopp? It would be a complete tone shift for his character. Now, there's two ways to accomplish that. Larry mentioned one, dying as a brave warrior of the sea for the crew. That's one way he can accomplish it. Another way, him unlocking his conqueror's hockey. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I guess push back on that. That's fine. That's fair. I just know if Usopp is going to achieve that dream, there needs to be a real narrative moment for him that shows us that and creates the tone shift for his character. Him becoming that brave warrior of the sea, what would that look like? Y'all ask yourselves that. You, you might feel the same way because you seem to like Usopp a lot, but I feel like it's possible. I know Lawrence hates it. I know Larry hates it, but Kevin doesn't even like it yeah, either. We're, we're like a we're like a Usopp sandwich, you know. Yeah. It's like hate and love. Hate and love <laughs> in the middle. I, the one thing I do want to get cleared, bro, is like I don't necessarily think that me and Lawrence ever hate anything. It's just that we see things realistically compared to your your like glazing moments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you want to glaze cause, time. Because I know that Lawrence and me don't actually hate Usopp because yeah. when he is cool, he's cool. Mm -hmm. It's just that we don't like the way he does things and we don't believe he's more than you guys actually make him out to be, which is okay. Yeah. But we do respect when he does do what's needed for the crew or what's needed for him. Mm -hmm. And that's what we admire the most. Mm -hmm. Can I? Right? Yeah, yeah. I... Yeah, I would I would consider myself a realistic fan too. I I don't think Usopp's gonna get conquerors if I'm telling the truth. Um, I've seen three major theories people have for power ups, and I don't know which ones I agree with, but it's a fruit, uh, the hammer, and then his own like hockey ability, which people call like the liar of observation, where he almost 
like he could show people false futures, which would be just dope. That'd, <laughs> That'd be, be kind of crazy. crazy. Especially <laughs> versus like Augur teleporting around. That'd versus like yeah. Katakuri. I'm so like, it's so not there. someone that he has 8,000 men and he doesn't. And then they're like, yo, what? What? He actually has like thousands of men behind him. <laughs> no, but then yeah. th see, if you do that, then you're going to. You're gonna have Par come out with a theory that proves that's why that's Conqueror's hockey. Because <laughs> he's he's literally summons a thousand. I would I would subscribe to that theory. If, <laughs> I, can, if I can through my observation yeah. force you to see eight thousand people that just aren't there. Yeah, that I sounds like you're manipulating will of some. I'm guy. saying I don't I mean, know. It sounds like I do I do want to some real quick about the Usopp glaze. So I don't glaze Usopp, right? I respect him because he's constantly saying he's a coward. Look at that. Look at that. Glare. No, I'm glazing. Look bro. at that glare. I'm full glazing over here. I mean, he is number two, you know? He's like a Krispy Kreme donut the way there's glaze all over <laughs> Pause. <laughs> what does that mean? Hey, in Philly, we don't do pause. Hey, yo. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that before. Yo, what? Yo, he uh, got on pause? pause? Yeah, they, just keep it on resume? No, it's a, it's a thing. It, they say, yo, in Philly, we don't do pause. It's a, uh, whatever. What do y'all do? Anyway. <laughs> no, no, they say pause, but there's a meme with this one. What a, so, no, <laughs> thank you. He'd be like, yo, so He'd be like, just, just finish just it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, so back to Usopp. <laughs> so Usopp, Usopp, what makes him so great is that he thinks he's a coward, yet he does all this stuff. And Usopp's greatest lie is that he isn't brave. Mm. Mm. Look at mm. that. That's some, that's some video essay type uh, mm. analysis right there, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's the three-hour Usopp uh, character analysis or whatever. But I see then this is where I'm, I'm not going to bash Usopp. But yeah. I'm going to take him for what he is, is what I'm saying. <laughs> right? <laughs> I like the, the way that starts. <laughs> 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 so what I mean is like, because um, uh, I've been trying to catch up with the show, um, and I'm to the part where like, in the Destrosa arc, where he was letting the Tatas, the Tantatas, yeah, yeah. Get beat down, blow up, practically die, and he's dipping. He's just like, who do you think I am? He's running away, you know? Yes, he oh, that, does That was only because Robin had got yeah, turned. because he forgot yeah. Robin. That was, he, he forgot, forgot, he forgot Robin existed. He, no, but, and he also forgot Soga King, his bravery. <laughs> arc, like, that's... I don't he did come back. But to me, he's like, right? So to me, he's like, I believe that Usopp's going to... Right? Um, even... Because his dream, right, is to become a brave warrior in the sea. And we all believe that all the straw hats are going to accomplish their dream. You know, so he's going to do it, right? When he's going to do it, I don't know. How he's going to do it, I don't know. But I do kind of, it's going to sound weird, but I do think uh, his father is actually going to play a part in that. Yasa. Hmm. It could be, uh, I don't know if it's going to be acknowledged by his dad or whatever, but I feel like Yasa's going to play a part. Because I also think part of his character is because Yasa left. You don't need no acknowledgement from that man. <laughs> if Usopp need to put hands on him when he see him. No, yeah, no. It, hands. No, they're going to fight. And this is going to get into a part why he gets, we see where he becomes a brave warrior, how he's going to fight his dad. And Van Olgar is going to play a part of this because you also think about these two people he's going to fight, Van Olgar and Yasop. Right now, we can't even, especially what we saw with Van Olgar, 
Usopp gets smoked. Like, it's like no contest between these two, right? But the, the, uh, well, Usopp is the reason why he doesn't view himself as brave because he doesn't view himself as strong, right? But he's able to compete with these people, possibly beat Van, beat Van Ogre, and then rival his father. It's going to build him a confidence where that fear is gone because he already knows his father's strong. He already knows how his father's great. But if he could rival his father, that's where... Like, you know what? I'm this strong. I, I don't need anything to fear. He's going to come to the realization that I am brave because I'm strong, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's going to fuel him. I feel like his father's going to play a part in that. He'll be better than Yasup as soon as he takes care of his own kid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yo, Tom, man, anything else, man? Uh, no, that's really it. I love I love the community you guys put together, um, and it's good to call in and have a logical conversation because my buddy Brady, who lives here, and called in about the S talk situation is kind of a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Brady, you in the background, bro? You in the background? the chat? <laughs> nah, he's not here right now. He's in the he's in the library doing homework. Mm. Um, Loser. But I'm, 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 I'm throwing shade. Show, show, show him the violation of uh, VOD, you know? Oh, I'm showing him. But, uh, yeah, he thinks me talks tougher than Shank. So I, oh I don't my God. Uh, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yo, Tom, you're a real one, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it all a lot. And I think Larry has dub takes, by the way. Hey. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Mm hmm. Have a good night, Tom. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Marv, we're gonna take sponsor now, guys. Uh, before we're gonna we're gonna take sponsor, and then we're gonna read all the super chats after, and then we'll go back into phone calls again. But we're gonna take a little bathroom break as well. All right, we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with a relationship, or just struggling from low self-esteem. Listen. I've been there. We've been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire, simple as that, to help assess your specific needs. And then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I happened to sign up at one point regarding my confidence issues. Next thing you know, my confidence issues are not issues anymore. I'm doing pretty well in that area. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer goes out to all that One Piece Talk listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash T-O-P-T. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, Seb, let's get started on the Super Chats. Yeah, we got a bunch of Super Chats sitting. Uh, before we hit them, I did want to shout out uh, Samuel Shaw, Thomas Crew, Patrick Flannery, 
Pink Hudson and Hunter Island. Um, everybody who joined as a member uh, for our YouTube channel, we appreciate it. The memberships go right into helping us make the show better. So thank you so much. Enjoy all the thank you. emojis that thank come you so with much. membership. Now, with that said, let's get to these supers, man. Uh, starting with Patrick Flannery. Uh, we got a $10 super chat that says, if you're familiar with Randy Troy's Law is in Sword theory, curious if you guys buy into it. Layman's terms, he thinks the hearts Law stole are the frozen people on Punk Hazard, and he works with Kuzon. Um, I don't know, Law, you want to answer it? Um, well, didn't didn't Blackbeard say in like ten eighty uh, one that he has the um, the pirates that the hearts he stole? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe so. So he did say that. So then, if he has them, I wouldn't see the connection with that they're on Punk Hazard. You know. Mm-hmm. So, because um, also, though, we got it from, it makes more sense, because I'm pretty sure when he got, I think it was confirmed that the hearts he took it were from the Rocky Port incident. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know that theory. I, I would have to hear it, but from that thing right there, I think that that's outside of yeah. hearts. Uh, I'm law stealing the hearts from them. Yeah, I've never really bought, bought into the law is in sword theory. I got why people went there. Um, I just prefer, I just prefer law to be an actual pirate trying to go for One Piece or the Pony Glyphs or whatever, just having his own uh, agenda and goals versus being a part of the the system a little bit there. Like, like the point of law is supposed to be he's more similar to Doflamingo while he's trying to be more like Corazon. Mm. That's like the the story. Yeah. So him being in sword and just trying to basically be. Rosinante, it doesn't work the same for me. I just, he's I, a blend of both. He's, yeah, he's yeah. a blend of both. While he hates that side of him, that's who he actually kind of is like. And he does his best to emulate the other. So, And I would just want to add, too, because just remembering Law's backstory, too, I don't I don't know if there's anyone that would probably hate the world government right. or affiliates more than Law, right. you know? Because he, saw, he experienced the massacre, the genocide of his... White light disease. Yeah, exactly. And he knows the world government was behind it, like mm -hmm. 100%. He has no doubt. So him being part of S.W.O.R.D., the world, the, the Marines are affiliated with the world government. It's, they're kind of like in <clears throat> union with each other. And even the deeper part of it is the, the, the definition that we got from Alkiji as to what S.W.O.R.D. actually is, is disavowed agents that were previous Marines that are now still Marines but operating under their own situation. Yeah. Now, we do have examples of undercover agents here, but, like, again, even Drake, as an undercover agent, is a previous Marine. Yeah, right. Law, to our knowledge, has just never been one, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know where he would really fit in there. Like, I get the undercover part of it and him having ties to somebody who basically was doing what S.W.O.R.D. was doing in that light with Rosinante, but he's never gone through the Marine training where he had to turn in his code, yeah. which is what S.W.O.R.D. is as a whole. Right. So yeah. I just I just never bought into it too no, much. It just, I, I, believe, I believe Law's a full-on pirate. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm a huge fan of Laws and S.W.O.R.D. That's probably my favorite One Piece theory. So obviously, if it yeah, does happen, so, that would be awesome. Sorry, bro. We just... No, 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 it's totally <laughs> fine. Yeah. All no, it's, it's totally fine. Like, because here's the thing: I'm not like one of those theory people that are like, "Oh, mm -hmm. if this doesn't happen, it's trash." Mm -hmm. like, I, I just love the the idea. I think it's really interesting, especially which what um what you were saying with Drake and Law. Like mm -hmm. the fact they're always connected, I find that super fascinating. Like, mm -hmm. Oda could be doing this for more than what mm -hmm. it seems. But I like what um what you guys were saying. You know, with the him being the blend of Doflamingo and Corazon, like. 
Corzon probably wasn't sore, realistically. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say he might owe a sword agent a favor. Yeah. With Drake. You know what I mean? It, I'm not, I don't think he's above working with sword members. I just don't think he is one, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. him and Sword's goals are going to align similar to how I think, like, the Revs and Sword's goals are going to mm-hmm. align. Like, they're all, like, in different pots, but they're all going to come together at the end game and the final war and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I heard the theory first, I, I said no immediately. And my my basis was I've always thought that Sengoku and Corazon, a.k.a. Rosanante, uh, that Rosanante was in Sword. And what he was doing was, you know, in accordance to that with his brother Doflamingo and how he was being secretive about him being an agent and Sudo trying to come through. And, you know, I think chapter 1081 proved it even further. Oh, hold on before I skip to that. So when Law and Sengoku started speaking and Law was asking him questions, Sengoku never approached him as a sword member. He never talked to him as if he knew more information about the Marines or the world government overall. He never seemed like a sleeper agent, which most S.W.O.R.D. members are, right? Mm. And that kind of proved it to me that when they talked about what the D actually means and what Rosinante actually meant to law, the S.W.O.R.D. argument was dead in the water. And then 1081 actually confirms it because we know that Sangoku and Sudu know about S.W.O.R.D. Right? So that conversation to me was just permanent after that. It was like, yeah, like they would have knew that law was mm-hmm. actually in sword. Yeah. And they would have mentioned it. But right. I, I think that theory is just dead. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there is one little caveat is the fact that the world didn't know that Drake was still in sword. But Drake was in sword, but he was still de- deemed as a pirate to the world. Mm-hmm. So the Marines were attacking him. Oda could have obviously had it where they weren't attacking him if they still knew. But. I don't know how deep cover you sort of meant to be, but I think that's the one thing. But I mean, I agree with basically everything yeah. you said. Though. It seems like sword members know other sword members. Yeah, yeah. That's the point I was trying to get at. Yeah, I think the Marines would know, but the world wouldn't know because then if they knew sword exists, it kind of defeats the purpose of sword. Yeah. So I think that's more of an in-house thing. So are you guys more on the line of Kuzan being in sword like a hundred percent, or because he knew about I, sword, or are you saying because he's an admiral he knew about sword? Um, I think I think so. I don't think he. I don't think he's like guaranteed to be in sword or anything like that. I just think I. My agenda is that he is, mm. and that he's deep cover. But that's been my agenda from the jump. But like, him knowing is just he's out. He's an admiral level person. So, yeah, he's been in the Marines for years. He has connections. Mm. Like he could know just from talking to two people one day. Like he'd get all that information from one conversation. Probably Garp. I mean, Garp was like his guy. And I don't think it would be Garp. Really I don't think it would be Garp. Garp. Garp might know about Sword. He doesn't seem to care. No, that's what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean? like, but like, yeah. he, he has connections. Like, if, if I make a phone call, all the people that supported me, like, Sword exists in part, or at least to the level that it's at right now, because of Kainu won that yeah. battle. Like, even if Aokiji isn't in Sword, he's like, I don't want to say the genesis of it, but like, a large part of the people in that in that group because they don't mess with the kind. Yeah, they're there because they would have backed okay. Kuzan. The real I wonder if Sword would exist in the, if the opposite happened or a different version of Sword. I mean, I always think that I always thought that Sword was just always there. Like it's, I, it's I mean, possible. Yeah, that's I, the thing too. But so that's the thing. I don't I, know if Rosinante is a Sword member. He just might have been undercover. But like they, we're talking straight up a system of people who disavowed themselves now. Yeah. I don't think that was in place before. Like, you could beat, like, Rosinante's Marine codes probably still worked. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they might have disavowed him or anything he did, but, like, he still had his the, the dossier on him in his desk. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're talking about, like, 
these people are they're not Marines anymore, essentially. Like if something happens, like no, he's not a Marine. Mm. It's just not It's like we don't have to worry. We don't about have you. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know that that I don't think it's it was like a sanctioned thing for mm. this many people before. Mm. I think there was a couple people plugging and playing, like, okay, you you monitor this pirate, you monitor this pirate because you have connections in Rosinante's case. For it to be what it is now, where we're turning in our marine codes and we can't basically we disavowed, we do anything, Marines could wipe their hands with us. I don't think it was at that level yet. Until mm. kind of became that's me though. That's just how I viewed it. Mm. How I interpreted what I read. That's how I think it. That was very interesting what you just said there with the sort of having a marine associated with a pirate because mm-hmm. that could easily lead to like uh, Garp is like Roger's pirate or like right. Smoker is Luffy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and uh, that that's a whole other rabbit hole. I'll I know. Talk about I'm just saying. Like, but Larry, you about to say something? Uh, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> Go along. No, I was gonna say. Um, as dope as it was, and it'll be very interesting. I kind of feel that why Al- I believe Alkidi is not part of Sword is because I feel like Smoker would have known. Mm. You know, that's when he, when they had that conversation back at Punk Hazard. Smoker was kind of weary of like, yo, the stuff I'm hearing about you, yeah, is true. you don't you don't sound like the same person. Not like you don't sound like Marine. Like no, you don't sound like the Alkidi I know. He's that's why he said I'm still me. You know, he goes, well, your actions aren't showing that. You know, that was kind of like their talk, you know. So it's like you're not really representing. And then Alkiji even says there's different ways to find out mm-hmm. or do certain things that work good without carrying the Marine flag, you know. So we're like you have people like, which I find it weird with Sword where you have people like Kobe. He's part of Sword. So anyway, not affiliated with the Marines. But then you have Garp say, saying that, you know, he's the future of the Marines, you know, in 1081. And then he also wears the marine uniform, so that's I'm like I'm kind of confused what swords play here, because you have kid who doesn't dress up as a marine at all, you know. Mm-hmm. But granted, he went pirate, so it's like I'm a little confused with that the whole so, how sword fills in with them. You have and then you have other so people. Kid, so, you mean Drake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, like, kid. I'm sorry. Yeah, Drake. So it's like, but I don't think Alkiji is, um, and also how he took when we saw him drinking, his reaction to like that bout afterwards doesn't seem like someone who has a place in the Marines. He seems like someone who's just, I got to figure stuff out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on my own. That's fair. Right. Uh, we, good, good super chat. We got another $2 from UNV. It says, hashtag shirtless Seth. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got another 35 Rand from Storm King. It says, Admirals are dogs. Lucci is a cat. Why are you putting a cat on the same level as the big dogs? Hashtag love T.O.P. I mean, all I got to say is Fujitora is a tiger, which is a cat, <laughs> and a leopard and a tiger are pretty similar, so, guys. Big cat. Leopards are big cats. Smaller cats. Okay. But we all <laughs> but tigers beat leopards in fights. I don't know anything about it. Aren't tigers like almost extinct? Isn't that like a real thing? That's not because of leopards. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? The leopards outrun. Leopards outrun the tigers, I guess. Oh, I, I, I don't know any I don't know enough about animals. He uh, really tried to say like leopards were out here I'm looking at like Yo, dinosaurs are extinct, bro. Oh they are, yeah. It doesn't mean them less cool. By your logic, they're less powerful. I know. I'm, lo- I'm looking at Zoo Book piece. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got another $100 super chat from our guy, Celestial Doggy CD. Thank you so much, man. Wow, CD, man. thank it you says, so much. As always, 
Hashtag buggy gang. Oh Hashtag God. start a poll to bring back Larry D. Cloud. <laughs> Are we bringing it back? 100? Are we bringing it back? <laughs> we, got, we got another... $2 super chat from our guy James Hudson that also says hashtag buggy gang and hashtag Larry D clown returns. <laughs> we got another five pounds from the broker. Uh, it says, Kev man, you have some awesome takes. You are so close to a theory I have on Endgame Blackbeard. I would love to share it with you if you have a Discord, etc. I can use. Well, if you do want to get to the Discord or whatever, uh, <laughs> consider okay. checking out the channel for my trash Luchi takes and <laughs> some of these theories. Oh, man. Shout out to Broker. Uh, we got another $2 from Austin Gregg. It says, love you guys. Keep on, keep on kicking butt. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much, Austin. Thank you. Another 10 pounds from the Broker. It says, I won't call... Uh, I won't take a call away from someone. So to add to my original Blackbeard theory, the reason Blackbeard is heading to Egghead is to get S-Snake or to deal with York so he can get the power without having to kill Boa. I don't know if you guys uh, remember, but that original uh, broker theory was about him stoning all the One Piece uh, Dell Fruits users. So that was why he went to Amazon mm -hmm. Lily to get mm -hmm. Boa's fruit. So yeah, interesting one. Thank you, broker. We got another $50 super chat from our guy, Celestial. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, it says, hashtag Pirate King Buggy. Hashtag Buggy No Diffs the Verse. <laughs> With the uh, awakened, uh, the awakened Chop Chop Adam split. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, my God. CD, bro. Thank you so much, Thank CD. Uh, we got Thank another you. $2 from Big Bro Anwar. It says... Don Cree gonna pull up soon. Conquers hockey at all. <laughs> what? Nah. I would Don love Cree? to see. I'd love to see Gene again. Yeah, yeah the Gene copium yeah. is real, but the Don, Don Cree copium. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to bring in all these people back, but he's not bringing back Gene, the one we want. You know. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm down to see Don Cree again. If he had Conquers hockey, I'd have a problem. I'd have hey. a man, I'd have more problems with that than I had for Kaku. Yeah, yeah. An that's, awakening. That's worse. You know what I mean? Like, and I had some real vitriol for Oda for that one, bro. <laughs> so I'm not dropping the show. Dropping. I I take a break, yo. If Don Creek pulled up with Conquer, I'd take a break. Oh, with Conquer, I would. Yeah, yes, I would take a break. It it would be bad. It I would. would I would. I'd be good. Him coming back, maybe. Nah, but with Conquer's, nah. Do you guys um? Do you guys remember when the Toby Ropo were first like getting shown up and everyone was like, "It's Gein. Gein is yes. one of the shoes. It's the I, exact I same was, shoe." I, I was one of those people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, it was in the spoiler chat and stuff. I was, I was with it. <laughs> Just wanted to see Gein again, man. It was it was copium. Uh, we got another. 35 Rand from Storm King. It says, Hey, yo, I didn't hear my name in the new members. Long, hashtag longtime listener, first time member. Storm, I'm sorry, man. I, I was, I, I, got, I get mixed up sometimes, bro. It's hard to, to keep track. But thank you for being a member and thank you for donating again. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to you. Um, thank you for listening for a long time and enjoy all the emojis that come with membership. Yes, thank you. Yes, uh, appreciate you, Storm. We got another 45 crowns from our guy Void. It says, my future sight was tingling, and I saw how fire episode 100 is going to be in two weeks. Yes, my observation is very good. <laughs> Shout out to Void, man. Yeah. Void's been, he's an OG. He's been with the channel for a long time, man. Much yeah. love to him. Void is actually working on a special video for episode 100, so um, 
hopefully uh, he he conquers that. If not, then we just have to wait. But it's a pretty good one. Okay. Anything Looking Void does is Void. fire, bro. Void has helped me out a lot with some thumbnails and some other work. So much love to Void. If y'all need uh, work done and, and stuff in that light, hit up Void on Discord. He's super awesome. He's in Denmark, though, so maybe get your timing right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got another $50 super chat from Plat Patrick Flannery. It says, hashtag Larry has good takes. New member, love you guys. You are all so funny. 50k soon and i found you guys like six weeks ago and i had to like 11k subs and y'all had like 11k subs topped on top <laughs> we we're going to the top why did i struggle so much with that? <laughs> uh, but thank you so much i know you're a new member because you said larry has good takes so <laughs> if you've been you so here much. a while you know he no, i'm kidding thank i you appreciate that. that thank you so much for uh donating that much for your first time too thank yeah. you thank you thank, thank you, you patrick yes thank you yeah. You guys got to do a, a cover. If you got, I don't know if any High School Musical stands are in the chat or whatever, but you got Bop to the Top. Do Top to the Top. <laughs> top to the Top. Top to the Top. Yo, funny story, I've never seen High School Musical. Same. Really? Yeah. Same. 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 Wow. Never. Wow. Never seen Twilight either. No, that's fine. My mom Same. forced me to watch all of them when I was like, I don't know, Your nine. Mom? Yeah, I know, right? Weird, right? Weird. I remember, she doesn't remember this, and I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why do you think I hate these movies so much? Your mom, bro. I, they were, they were the it movies at the time. All right, shout out to Mama Kev, dog. <laughs> mom, mom, D.O.G. No, nah, it's Mama D.O.G. Mama D.O.G. Uh, we think of another $5 super chat from Zuko Bane. It says, don't know if you know, uncovered 1081. I think it's a hint that Sanji has conquered hockey. Mm. He's the only one awake. And there's no one women around. Sanji doesn't hurt women. Mm. Um, we talked about this uh, for a little bit uh, last chapter, the review uh, last week. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't recognize that it said Coc uh, King on the mm. the cover. I thought it just said cooking. I didn't think. Well, Lawrence hasn't been here, so yeah, yeah I don't know I don't, if he knows. Did you see this? I saw you guys talking about it. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. I didn't realize it. Well, the thing is, the only thing is, on real quick. Who was in the picture? I didn't pay much attention to who was sleeping in the picture. Was it people it, that it would get knocked out? All the, no, it was all the main straw hats, like, chilling. All the sleep. men. Yeah, all, uh, the, yeah. all the... Hey, not like Sanji would knock them out with his conquers. But, no, he's reading a book, and it's uh, on the side. Yeah. So I read it. I thought it just said cooking. So yeah. I bypassed it, like, two seconds. But apparently it's a C-O-C king with a crown. Yeah. So people are using this as a future highlight to Sanji getting conquers hockey in the story, so... How do you feel about that law? Uh, it's it's complicated because it's not like I don't want him to have it. I don't see him as it. I would have to be convinced of oh, of Sanji that that he uh, he has a. Uh, <laughs> that he I'm had, sorry. That he has it. Like, um, because I never viewed Sanji as weak willed. But, like, the position of the stand above others is this position of a king, a conqueror is able to conquer everything. When we first saw him on um, uh, his ship, he didn't, he didn't allude that he was a conqueror, you know? We're getting a little, maybe a little bit more of it now with his strong resolve for things. But um, I don't see him have, see, carrying a similar disposition as Zoro and Luffy. That's, that's the thing. I think uh, him and Whole Cake, where he's on the table above his family, that was like 
the best agenda possible for Sanji conquerors. It's like he's literally above literal kings, and he's telling them what to do. He could save them. But, mm-hmm. like, I personally don't um, think Sanji will be a conqueror either. If he does, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah that would be super sick. But I feel yeah. like Luffy and Zoro are more that vibe. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm conflicted on it. Lawrence was uh, confused or whatever. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it could be some uh, Zoro Sanji. I just shipping. feel like I need to be convinced. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, thank you so much for the super chat. We did get another yes uh, super chat from Red Hair Shankdom. It says, "Longtime listener here to say hashtag Larry has good takes." Shankdom, you've been here long enough to know. That's probably why he said that. I, you know, you know better, bro. Well, thank you, Shankdom. <laughs> All I know is Shankdom has taken a dub recently with the kid he because he agrees with me. You know? Listen, Shankdom, he's also a Celtics fan, so he's taking some dubs. Yeah, I'm taking a huge L. You're a Knicks bro. fan. I know. I said he's taking a dub, bro. I'm giving Shankdom his love. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were throwing shade at him. Nah. All right. I'm getting, I'm getting mad worried tonight. And Bean's out. We're going to get crushed. Wait. Oh. I thought Knicks playoffs. Yeah, bro. It's... It's not looking great right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got another 35 Rand from Storm King. Storm, this is like four in a row. Uh, thanks for the shout out. You don't know how much this means to me. Hashtag, could Larry call kid a bum, please? <laughs> it's funny. It's, yeah. I was about to do that, right? <laughs> you want a second? I could like push it. Yeah. We get some echo. <laughs> Look at me, man. <laughs> kid. He's a bum. <laughs> Storm, I hope you enjoyed that, man. Shit's gonna be like, yo! Shit literally stupid shit for this moment, not to take place. Sorry, Shin. <laughs> oh, man. We did get another five pounds from Mr. Artist CJ. It says, Artistic CJ, I'm sorry. It says, Artistic J, why can't I read today? How would you feel if Rox was a buggy-like character? It would explain why there was so much disorder on the crew. We have talked about this several times. The originator of this thought process, I feel to me anyway, or at least who's made it the most popular on YouTube, is Parvision, who's a great friend of the pod. Um, we, we troll him for it. I actually subscribe to it a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm like 50-50 on it. I can see it going either way. Um, we've got major arguments with this guy here as well as that guy over there about it. Um, about what? The Rocks. The buggy uh, being rocks. buggy, potentially, or a buggy-like character. Oh um, but I can see it. Um, yeah. if, you got, if you haven't, Mr. Artist, definitely check out Parvision's video. Um, it definitely breaks it down on a level that we can't, just simply couldn't do on this pod. Uh, although, half of this pod probably doesn't agree with uh, nah. the analysis. Par is a very intelligent man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as but... a surrogate, uh, as a surrogate Lionel. <laughs> Lionel uh, also disagrees. Uh, uh, well, I, I somewhat agree. I somewhat agree. Like, yeah. there's, they... there's no way you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, can because Black, Blackbeard's clearly the Rock's parallel. No, but he's not. Blackbeard isn't? No. Then who is? is there Luffy one? is more of a Rock's pirate than but he is. But Luffy's Roger. Yo, that's cool. Oh, he's Bose. He could be both, but okay. Blackbeard just doesn't have anything that Rox has had. No, but he has the chaotic crew. He has all the high people who don't care about one another. Yeah, the ship. He does have the ship. I full on believe that Rox was a conqueror. Oh, like, I agree. Like yeah. full on. Like I, I, there's almost like no doubt in my mind. He wants he to be king of the world. Of course. And he, they, he was literally stated as Roger's greatest rival. Like we have adversary. Yeah, right. We have Wipert who. For um, Roger a few times and they drew, yeah, and lived longer than Rocks. Yet wasn't counted as 
Roger's greatest avatar, Rocks was. Mm-hmm. I think that speaks for itself. I mean, it's not only that too, right? It's like, okay, so name three, name another crew that had three conquerors on it that bent the knee to somebody else. I guess that's valid. Yeah. I mean, because then Luffy, it, it would be him, Zoro, and like maybe Sanji, maybe Jinbei. Exactly. Yeah. And then let's go even further. How many taboos has Blackbeard broken? I mean, it depends. It depends on what you're talking because he he he, he mur- does the murder he, pillage stuff. You he, know, no, he marked the crewmate. Like that's a taboo. It's just uh, it's not a world taboo though. Oh, you know okay. What I mean? Okay. So again, this is like the world we're talking about, right? Okay. So then we go even step uh, go a step further. You think Kaido just names people he considers people who can hurt him mm-hmm. that he considered Luffy in the league of? I mean, yeah, he probably didn't. And then he was just like, "Yo, Rox is one of those people, even though he's buggy. He's a buggy-like character." Oh no, I, I'm, I'm not saying buggy. Kaido was young. He was no, mm. very influential when you're no, young. But, sure. Dude, he wasn't that young, first of all. Like and you, and he was, he was, he was 21. I'm not when he joined the crew, you know. But also, he was on the crew for four or five years. Yeah, four or five years. Four or five two. years of of, of of insulation. But it was already taken up other pirates. Brothers, I want to add you. I want to ask you guys a question. Like we already know, that, uh, um, people low key don't know that when they say that about rocks, they're disrespecting Mihawk. Cool. Think I what? care, bro. I don't <laughs> care, bro. No, but like, real quick, do we know that um, even at that young age, we already see that this dude was taking out other pirates easy by himself? But you're trying to tell me what we see with Big Mom and what we see with Kaido. Mm-hmm. If rocks was a buggy dude like that weak, they're not killing him. Oh. We saw we saw Kaido kill his boy Orochi. You know, like Bro, as soon as he became unuseful. Not even dead. that, Lawrence. Kaido's whole crew is based upon strength and beating one another out for a position. Mm-hmm. That is a very rocks thing to do. Listen, again, I don't. I subscribe to the theory in jest because I think it's amazing. No, because you're a troll. Listen, it's amazing. <laughs> you're saying you're a troll. I, I like trolling. You like troll things. But but there is a world where rocks no, was insulated no, by Whitebeard. Whitebeard no, is stronger no, than Big Mom no, and Kaido no. were. If he's protecting rocks, imagine, are they gonna fight Whitebeard to take rocks out? Imagine Whitebeard's like, "Yo, Buggy, become my captain." <laughs> oh, so, so okay. I, I got into this argument with Lionel, right? And like, right? I don't want to take yeah. too long. Like, we gotta get back to calls. But I got into this argument with Lionel: Is Whitebeard not an honorable pirate? We're not doing Davy Beck he, fights, bro. Listen, because Davy Beck listen, fights don't matter. They they they, they were originated yo, on this island. You can't ignore that. Yo, it don't. It you don't can't care. ignore that. Yo, it's got to be what happened. You can't Black. listen. You cannot completely discount it as a possibility. Yes, That's you all can. I'm saying. No, yes, you, you can. can. Because no, you can. Because when it comes to people who are conquerors themselves. That no longer matters because they have to. You're telling me right now that Whitebeard, Big Mom, and Kaido would have to find a purpose high enough to sacrifice their own goals in order to make rocks achieve his own. And the only time we've ever seen somebody that has done that, that has had conquerors, is somebody like Zoro. But he had to have complete faith in Luffy in order to make that happen. And that is not something that somebody like Buggy would be able to achieve from people who have conquerors because they know who he truly is as a person. Other people who have conquerors to other people who have conquerors know that they overall 
need to find a purpose that they align with and that goal has to be greater than probably themselves. They have to be emotionally invested. They have to be willing to be led by this person. What's happening with Mihawk and Crocodile right now? We don't even know if they have conquerors, but let's assume that Mihawk does. Do they just go, yo, we're gonna make Buggy Pirate King? No, they will never do that. It's no, the but they don't but respect the, him. But to the world, this is the problem. Y'all, y'all speak about rocks as if we know every. We don't know. Okay, let we me. We don't let, know. Let me Larry. give you another piece of evidence. I can give you a whole. I can give you a whole rundown of how it could happen. No, rocks let, challenges Whitebeard to a drinking contest and says, "Yo, if you lose, you're on my crew now." Or in a Davy back fight, whatever. Whitebeard would honor the results of that duel. Because he's a man. He's an honorable pirate. Mm. So now, with I Kaido? got white... What, Kaido? And maybe Rima? not. Hold maybe. on, hold on. What, Kaido? Well, Kaido? Maybe was not. Like, what, 15? He, again, Kaido, no, Kaido was young. No, Kaido was 21. He was on the ship at for the, four at years. At the last oh, time. Yes. He was not 26 when it's... When it no, he joined when he was 17. Yeah, I know. 17. What, what I'm saying is, if I see Whitebeard, who is this super strong, crazy caliber person, who looks at Rox as a brother or whatever... I'm gonna look at rocks in the same light. You can be influenced okay. in that yeah. way. So Big Mom is an opportunist. If being on this ship is beneficial to me, I will do that. Okay. You y'all act as though okay. these people straight up just bent the knee to rocks. They very may well have. We don't know. Okay. It's all Par Vision and me are trying to tell you. Okay. It's probably so, the same thing as Blackbeard. So like they get something from Blackbeard if they join Blackbeard. But if Blackbeard doesn't pan Blackbeard out, Blackbeard literally done. spoke to that in the last chapter. Okay. So I'll, being here could be beneficial the to agendas. you. It's all about the okay, agenda. Okay. So I'll say this. So you have to be honorable, right? I'm saying Whitebeard is. So I'm is saying it? that's an avenue for Whitebeard specifically. Okay. But that doesn't like you're saying three people. We're not just talking about one. We're talking about three overall people. E it's like, a domino if, effect. If Kaido, like like Big Mom was told by Rocks to tell Kaido to come here, and she obeyed him and said, "Yo, young young guy, like yo, Rocks wants to see you." Yo, is that happening with Buggy and Mihawk? Like, if he tells Mihawk or Crocodile to go tell somebody on the crew to come here, you think they're gonna listen to him? Probably not, no. Because of a Davy backfight? Probably not, no. Let's move on. Because <laughs> it's pure nonsense. Listen, man. Pure nonsense. It it's, it's, it's specifically, it's just trolling. It's and people who trolling. do this clearly don't know anything. I think, <laughs> I think the main problem with this idea is that Rox, we assume, is strong and really, really strong. Like, mm -hmm. I agree Like with what Lauren said. He has conquerors. He probably does, right? Buggy, he's a meme. You know, Buggy's a meme. But I think what they're saying is the position of the characters and the way their sort of dynamic of the crew is set up. Now, like you're saying, is Mihawk or Crocodile going to follow Buggy's orders? Never. That'll mm. never happen. Because they don't care. And it, they think they're better than Buggy. They think they're significantly better than Buggy. You know what's crazy? People will downplay rocks, but then upplay Emu. And it's like, okay, what, what does Emu have, Seb? That you give all this strength and all this credit to this person, right? I never said you, Emu was strong. Come on, bro. I never did. Right. I said right. he could be. Just move be. on. Just move on. Because you're right. I said he, he could you're be. Capping. You're capping. It's not cap. What it's if I definitively you're said right. Emu was strong? No, what? we don't got to get into it. We don't got to get into what it. What have I done that? You're good, bro. 
Just gonna lie on, on stream? No, it's not gonna lie on stream because you have said you've given. I said he could be, you, just like rocks could be. You've given more credit to emo than you do rocks for no reason, and you've done this ever since rocks was debuted. You've always tried to say that he was this false character, which he wasn't, <laughs> because every time I tried to say yo, name, I just said he could be. No, I said y'all are running away with this narrative. No, when we got one chapter. Let me finish. Him, Let me bro. finish. He's always tried to downplay the fact that rocks was in charge of three conquerors who then went into the next generation and ruled the world coincidentally with the world government to the point that they wouldn't even step in Wano with an admiral. Awesome. But, yet, but yet, you've always downplayed them. But when it comes to Emu, who has barely four panels to his or her name, you've always given them much more credit. Why? Because they're in they're charge? Because they're living Rox's because... life. Like, they're living the life Rox's Cool. Life. So does Stelly. He lives no, his not. royal life. No, he's not. He's in charge he's of the... Art. He's, he's, not, a, he's in charge he's of the... He's not the king of the world. Yo, but he... But the, he's no, not no, the king no, of the but, world. But the difference is, when we talk about hierarchies and royalties, we have to assume that Stelly has grandiose power against the Goa Kingdom, awesome. right? If he wants to summon somebody and go to war with somebody, he could do so. But is he necessarily strong? Okay. No. But you still give all this hype to this person. I said that there's has potential shown there. There's potential that he's all the right, final bro. villain. Okay. All I'm saying is this. Y'all okay. give rocks all this love, and I, it's cool. I'm not mad at that. Y'all can do that. I'm just saying there is an avenue that he's not who y'all think he is. And beyond that, mm -hmm. he fumbled the... the, 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 the pro I don't want to say the easiest bag, but he fumbled... At the highest level anybody in the show has ever fumbled. Damn, but you gotta be at the highest level ever listen, in order he, to fumble. He fumbled huh, it though. Right, but he that's fumbled crazy. it though. But yo, listen, y'all are, are giving him credit for fumbling with, and not giving Roger credit for overcoming it though. Oh my, you, are, you, you, are, you, giving, are you crazy? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You put rocks over Roger. Yo, Nick, yo, if the Knicks went to the championship game and they lost, are you going to be like, yo, they lost so they're just not real? They're not, they're not a real championship team? I would give the team that beat it's them like, more um, credit. It's like what Giannis said. You put rocks over Roger. Yo, Roger, Roger had a team. Roger was KD and was like, yo, let me go to the Warriors. No, he and decided didn't. to go beat them. That, that's basically oh what happened. God, like he, what happened. He linked up with Garp. Oh my God, bro. He linked up with Garp. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it with Caban. He couldn't do it with Rayleigh. He couldn't do it Yo, with again, anybody that was on this his is squad. The problem. We don't know what happened. We don't. Okay, so the the fact is, right? And this is the same thing that this it's the same energy that people had towards Shanks. They always claim Shanks didn't have feet. But when we went off of the actual feats that he does have because people wanted to discredit him, then they got proved stupid because everything we've ever said about Shanks turned out to be right because he has shown things. Rox has shown if he's in charge of three people who are conquerors, he is a conqueror himself, and when they were fighting against each other, they never fought him. And you think that just because of a Davy back fight, that, that's the reason why they didn't do so. You are out of your mind. It, out of your mind. It all depends. Listen, what you're saying could very well be true. I'm just saying right. we don't know for a fact. We got any more yet. super chats, bro? We got you. We got any more super chats? I'll say one more thing. I'll say one more thing. Do we see Buggy in the front lines? Yo. We saw rocks in the front lines. Buggy's not going to front lines. Bro. No, so what? So right. what? We saw Rock we, we, we saw think about, about right. Roger legit in the front lines with them. I do not see any scenario where they're fighting a strong power just like Rocks, just like Roger was, and Buggy is stepping up in the front lines in front of them, taking on their captain. Because Buggy, actually, Buggy One, and, yes. Buggy no, and Crocodile. And Come Down Escape. 
Dude, he literally did that. No, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm, 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 you're not spend too much time. Was Bucky trying to fight Whitebeard? No, not really. Okay, then. But Lawrence, that's case Lawrence if you if you watch the Impel Down Escape, was Buggy not on the front lines with Crocodile and Das Bones on that and Jimbe on that little the, the boat boat? Yeah. But you no, you, are you anybody could took a picture of that and been like, yo, wow. when they landed, so, Buggy was who, on the front lines who, with Luffy who's and Crocodile in front of them? and Jim. Who was in front of them when they were fighting? Because we're Lawrence, talking about we're talking about Roger. But Lawrence, you're talking about Peter a silhouette of a piracy. still shot one time. Of the actual battle. We just saw Garp bleeding up with his tire. We just yeah, saw I the, exactly. the, the, the I actual guy battle. I y'all are right, bro. I really do. do I really do. Because I don't know what it would do to y'all if y'all were wrong. I mean, listen. Oda's lied before. <laughs> But if he did something like this, it it would literally make me hate One Piece, <laughs> because uh, Lawrence the is completely Lawrence is completely right. You would never see on the front lines Buggy fighting. No, with Mihawk or a Crocodile, the way that Rox, and Rox was in front of all of them. Yeah. Bro, did we see him throw a punch? Like, no. This is what I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all are basing it off a silhouette. I, I love you. Like, come I, on. It, it, again, it's the same energy, bro. It's it, they're so wrong, bro. Listen, so I'm wrong. not even saying I believe it. Yeah. I'm saying it could be true. Y'all are saying it just can't be. See, this is where like I do praise Pars so heavily, privately and openly. <laughs> but there's times where like this does work against the masses, and they believe him so much that it feels good to to believe in something so dumb. Wow. <laughs> and like it, it's like. I, I hate that he's done this, but I also respect it because, like, it has the community talking, and that's the fun of it, right? Like, that's the fun. But overall, like, you're going to create people like Sebastian, and that's just going to happen, right? And you just need to accept it. And this is why what happened with Kid happened. Everybody got proved wrong because they believed in something else that just wasn't true, and there was enough evidence to support, probability-wise, that it wasn't true for the longest. But they didn't want to believe it. Right, Lawrence? Mm -hmm. They continued to believe their own nonsense. So it's cool. Let them rock. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. All right. We'll move on. Respect Par's greatness. Shout I truly do. Shout out to Par. <laughs> Uh, we got another $5 from Muppets35. It says, you mentioned the six admirals, but where do you rank Kong in the strongest? Six admirals. We were talking about, you know, Kuzan, Aokiji. Oh, I said Aokiji already. Uh, Kazaru, Akainu, Fujitora, Green Bull. Like this, I guess you would count Sengoku in there, yeah, whatever. Right. Where, I guess you count Garp as well. Where do you guys rank Kong? I rank him high up there. This dude was Fleet Admiral before Sengoku, um, and um, he's even a higher position and still active, which yeah, you think he was retired. No, he's still active in the Marines in a higher position of the Fleet Admirals where he legit talks to the Gursay and everything. Honestly, from the age-wise, you could kind of argue, um, we already compared Roger and Garp, right? As in Roger's time, Garp was his dude, and then I believe what we saw here in the Marine Ford War you had Sengoku and Whitebeard because he was familiar with... So Whitebeard was familiar how Sengoku kind of schemes and strategist-wise and does things. You can argue, right? I believe that Rox was older than Roger, an old generation. You yeah. can kind of believe that Khan was part of the Marines. Not saying they fought each other. I don't know. But I'm thinking part of that generation that Rox was because I believe Rox was the older generation and so was Kong. So it could be like um, that. Could, that could have been a rival, but we have we know nothing of Kong and the um, the history of what. But we do know the seas back then. We was talked about what Josh and John would say during Roger time coming up. 
was actually more dangerous than the seas that Luffy and them are experiencing now. Mm-hmm. And Kong would be a marine admiral in those seas fighting pirates. So I hold Kong uh, around the level of the like the three OGs. It was, should have been, like for, you could think about it, like we had you know Akainu, Kazaro, Aokichi. I believe before that, uh, I don't count Z filler. I mean, movie, so I don't really, but I believe Kong, Sengoku, Garp. Those were the three. So technically, we saw, though? yeah, we saw Suru yeah, sure. coming yeah, up yeah, in sure. that era. Um, yeah, so that's fine. Kong is the era before that. Yeah. I would say that he was surpassed by Sengoku and Garp. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not going to argue. So I, I still have stuff. Garp as the strongest Marine of all time. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's so I just hold if Kong I had to rank them, prime for prime, everybody's in their prime, I'd probably go Garp, Sengoku, Akainu, because uh, Aokiji, Kong is probably somewhere in between them there. I completely agree right there. I think I think a really good analogy since we uh, Larry did a basketball analogy earlier. Kong is like Wilt Chamberlain in the hundred point game because <laughs> we have no idea what's gonna happen. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. But you know, yeah. he's just he's one of those guys, and it's like undebatable. But we haven't seen anything from him, right? So that's why I agree. Like Garp and Sengoku, they're like the ones. Um, yeah, I do put uh, Akainu and Kuzan like. Probably above Garp, honestly, because just I feel like they're more emphasized. You know what I mean? And Garp is still that guy, obviously. But you know, obviously, there's a strong possibility he might die in the story. So I'm thinking he's probably going to be weaker than them. Um, if not, that would be even crazier if he mm-hmm. is stronger than them. And then I'd probably put Sengoku and then Kong. Uh, Sengoku below a Kainu and a Kuzan. And yeah, then, I was just going all prime, but we're he's he's saying rank the admirals. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, he says rank. rank? I thought yeah, you just said, where, he, he where said does we, Kong fit in that? Oh, yeah, but he I, was like, uh, where did okay. you rank Kong in the strongest? That's what he said. But they were asking all the admirals. I think he's just like... Really he said, it. you mentioned the six admirals, but where do you rank Kong? So, like, all of them. I mean, he has... In order to become uh, an admiral, you have to have basically everything except mm-hmm. conquerors. So, I can't tell you. All I know is Roger never said, yo, bring... You know Kong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Bring me Kong. Yeah, he was always like Sengoku and Garp. But that's because also he was um he was fleet armor at the time, so he wouldn't be sent out like you see how Kaino was sitting at home. Yeah, I mean the base Kong was in that position where you're not in the front lines anymore. Yeah, yeah, but like Roger around that time is like super crazy strong, and I think that if anything, you know, he he was the top of the line at that point. So he he had to bring like Garpus and Goku in, in order to like compete or like yeah. Whitebeard, but Kong should have been at least mentioned a little bit. So I can't just give praise to Kong like that. But I will say he was fleet admiral. Yeah, like the dude is above admirals at the point, right? Mm-hmm. So I just don't know who the admirals are. I just yeah. know that by his position, we know we got to give him credit for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Prime Kong was probably crazy. How many super chats we got? So we can get back to calls. A few. I'll try to be quick. Uh, we got. Uh, 11 New Zealand dollars from Matthew Humby. It says, Ayo, I freaking love you, brothers. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we got another Thank you. $2 Thank from you. Michael Barber. It says, Could Sanji hit women with advanced Rio? Hashtag W Larry. Uh, no. He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't. Thank he wouldn't. you. Yeah, he wouldn't. Uh, we got another $10 from It's Beaker. It says, Larry has good takes, except on Garp. As a parent, I won't ruin everything I work for to put my kids in a good spot for them to do the total opposite. He let Luffy pass. That's enough. Hashtag Brooke Gang. Brooke Gang, wow. 
Yeah, let me know when somebody's. No, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Yeah, that sounded crazy. He was about to go real dark. I yeah, can see I it here. Go <laughs> you guys are yeah. dark. Shout, shout out to Beaker's children. Okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, God bless. <laughs> uh, we got another $2 from Rafael Negron. It says, new theory for Nico Fruit. I'm probably Nika. Would love to share. By all means, in the comments or join our Discord or call in. We try to get the calls good. Uh, we got another $2 from Yunosuke. It says, what did Zoro say to Chopper in Long Ring Long Land? So, maybe. Probably in reference to... Be, being a man and yeah. being honorable. He said you're a munch. Munching <laughs> <laughs> on that rumble fruit. Uh, I'm trying to see if we have any more. And one second. No, that's it. So we can free up for calls again, Marv. Yes, Marv, throw up the number. Thank you, everybody, for all the super chats. Greatly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And for all the comments. <clears throat> Ooh, oh, then we got another super chat. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from That One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? It's JT, man. I'm doing good. Hey, the boy. Hey, what's up, Jacob? Yo, 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 y'all y'all all have y'all share of bad takes, but this week it's Seb's turn. <laughs> yo, what I do, bro? First of, all, first of all, first of all, I haven't tuned in too much this week, but I just thought I'd be able to some ridiculous takes. So shout out to my man, Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> go, go, to, go to top team, man. You know I love you. <laughs> What's going on, GT? Well, uh, back Thank to you. Seb. Bro, you're not watching the same show. You're not reading <laughs> the same manga that we read. Because there is no way that you think that Rocks is as fraudulent as you're saying. And you bring it up, Buggy. Here's the difference between Buggy and Rocks. Look at Buggy's crew. Not the Cross Guild. Look at his actual crew. <laughs> a bunch of weak-ass dudes. Language! That you know better, JT. Weak dudes. My, 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 my. You know what? I'm sorry, Lawrence. But we do. <laughs> some dudes that control the lion. Like, no one of Bucky's crew even had Hachi. Like, we don't even know. The difference between him and Rox is Rox is leading a crew of legit conquerors. If you're going to be a conqueror and be under somebody, the amount of respect for their power that you have to have mm -hmm. is ridiculous. So for you to come up here and say that Rox, you know, you know, Rox is in the front line, but he never threw a punch. Bro. What are we talking about? Like, aren't you the same dude that says that Dragon's top five right now? Yeah. yeah. Aren't you oh that same dude? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, JT. Hold on, hold on. But JT, if somebody told me Dragon could be a fraud, I'd be like, all right, that's, you can think that. I wouldn't push, I would push back, but I wouldn't be like, nah, it's not possible. It's See, not Seb, possible. That's just, listen, listen, that's cool. That's cool for you to say that. But the problem is, you, you, with your logic, you, Sebastian, with your logic, you cannot say that Dragon is a possible top five, and then say Rocks is a fraud. JT, understand this. Understand this right now. Understand this right now. I don't think Rocks is a fraud. I said he could be, that it's possible that he is. Larry's arguing that it's not a possibility, period, and I'm pushing back on that. It's not. And what? I just can't, okay. can't take the disrespect well, towards Rocks. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> how, right. how I just see it, to me, it's like I'm a conductive, the conductive reasoning type of person. Conductive reasoning tells us that rocks is not because, to me, Sebastian, I feel like, was it possible for Gold Roger to be a fraud when we heard nothing about no, it, it that he was a pirate kid? It wasn't to me. Okay, it wasn't. No. How is this any different? Besides the fact the title of Pirate King, he's legit the greatest adversary to yeah. the Pirate King. There's How so, is this different? There's so much here. I just, we don't have time for all that, bro. <laughs> 
I feel like watch Power Vision's video because I still feel like you haven't seen it yet, Lawrence. Have you? I did not. Okay. Oh my God. Listen, listen. Listen, I'm not. I'm not here. I to saw Dak Sake say the One Piece was an afro, and I know that's wrong as hell. <laughs> I don't have to see the listen, video itself. I don't know. I Why see the Dak catches straight? No. Listen, listen, no, no, no. <laughs> the, the thing is, you can connect dots in a series that's been running for 25 years to anything. I can say the One Piece is a microphone and try to compare it to a Denden Mushi, and somehow you would believe it because there's so much info and a bunch of information that I could connect together to make you believe that. But is it true? Hell no! But there's a possibility. No, there's it's no a, possibility. As long as there's a 1% chance. Yeah, shout out to Dak, bro. Shout out <laughs> to Dak. Whatever, bro. Why, why did Dak catch a stray, bro? I, I appreciate well, that. Well, it's because the idea is so, like, interesting and ludicrous that when he does do it and connects it, you end up believing it. Just like Gear 5. So it's like, <laughs> Gear 5 wasn't ludicrous to think of. It was just the most ludicrous power in the world, to be fair. Well, I wasn't talking about that standard, but I was just talking about the fact that, like, overall, there's just it's just so out of line that yeah. if he connected a couple dots and started to make sense with it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it might be a possibility. There's no, there's no way the One Piece would ever be an afro. It would be so ridiculously stupid that we would look at One Piece and be like, this is not the greatest show on Earth. It's just not. It all depends. I'm just more open-minded, I guess. Again, bro. Nah, Seb, you can't be cool in Par's video. Like, Par literally has a following because he says the most outlandish one hold on, and hold anybody's on. ever heard. The other piece of this is, is Par's, that's only a section of Par's video. He's not even saying that he believes that. He's saying that based off the information that we have right now, the vague amount and what the details are and the parallels he sees to current times, that it could be a possibility. Mm -hmm. Again, watch Par's video, man. Y'all will be enlightened. Huh? To me, it just kills it, though. Buggy will never be recognized as Luffy's greatest adversary. Lawrence, Buggy is currently recognized as a Yonko on the seas. Like, you get what I'm saying? But not, com like, not in right to now, Luffy. Right now, right now. Lawrence, that makes him a, Buggy, a Luffy adversary. I, 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 know. Know. I, think, greatest, I, think, I think Buggy is like this because of Luffy. Because if Luffy didn't interact with Buggy in Orange Town, Buggy wouldn't have followed Luffy to Logetown, Buggy wanted to follow Luffy back to Grand Line. He's like, oh, so nostalgic. I'm going back to the Grand Line. And then he's on uh, the first half. Then he gets arrested solely because he went to the Grand Line to follow Luffy. And then he gets reunited with Luffy mm -hmm. and impelled down. Then he becomes this great big, you know, figure because of Luffy and him. Well, obviously he wanted to break out, but he mm -hmm. decided, let me work this so I can get some way out of here that makes me look better. Yeah. But it's all because of Luffy. Luffy is the reason that not just Buggy, but also Crocodile, and I would even say Mihawk, are all, like, the guys right now. Because without Luffy getting Zoro, where would Mihawk be right now? He would probably be bored out of his mind. Without Luffy defeating Crocodile, Crocodile would never have this resurgence in himself and belief in himself. Like, Luffy has literally made the cross skill. Okay. All right, let me say one more. This is the last thing I want to say on this. All right. Because it's not, like, the worldview. Who do we hear from? Exactly. That it was said... That he was Roger's greatest rival. Was it the world or was it one person? It was Sengoku. Sengoku. What is Sengoku? He said. Fleet Admiral. He Fleet Admiral. Hold on. He said Rox was his. What was it? The his greatest and first and perhaps most great adversary. Buggy Whatever. was Luffy's first adversary. Right. It's yep. again. No. Okay. Watch the video. Yo, what I'm saying. Is Har right will do the no, break. There. No, I'm saying right now. Right. Give but me we know that Sengoku's strong. He's a conqueror's user. 
right? You trying to tell me that Sengoku has never met rocks? You know I mean, he's he judged his strength. It was like, oh yeah, this dude is is nothing. No, he recognized that he, he was strong. The he knows how great Roger was. He said this person rivals Roger, right? That he was. It was like the world believed that he was that. No, because the world well, believes anything. Because well, it was it was it was recognized, right? That you could say this coming from another conqueror's user, right? Well, Lawrence, what and Sengoku was trying to do when he broke that information down was let them know that the two people that were under rocks combining strength together is a scary enough thing that we're going to have to deal with in the present day. Rocks was the like the, the, the connection to say, hey, these people have been a crew together in the past. So this isn't beyond the pale. You know what I'm saying? So the reason why they were scared for even two of these people to come together is because of the past incidents that included them being under him, which we knew they were a terrorist organization. And not only that, Buggy, as we've seen since he's become Yonko, hasn't left that tent. But what was Rocks and crew doing? They were literally going to different islands and destroying those islands. See, see. Again. I can't, I can't rebuke this right now. Because of limitations okay, of the show so right this now. Is, exactly. this, so, exactly. so this is where it comes been, down I've to. You know what I'm saying? I've been you trying know what so I'm hard saying? for like an hour. So this <laughs> is where it comes down to. It, this is where it comes down. It comes down literally to narration and theory versus feats and accomplishments. And you guys tend to always lean towards narrative, which heavily sometimes disagrees with you at the end of the day. And then you put nothing on credits and feats and accomplishments. And that's the that's main true. issue of the One Piece that's community. And this is why- That's not true. Okay. I will I admit I do that because for example, when people were so hooked on like Kid being Yonko, I didn't believe it for a second. People were like, Law's Yonko, Kid's Yonko. I'm like, no, Buggy's Yonko. That's clearly the Yonko candidate. There's no other candidate besides Luffy and Buggy. But this is the But problem. why did you, hold on, hold on. Why did you believe that? Because Oda has built up the meme of Buggy rising up in the narrative, and Buggy has had more influence, especially with the fall of Doflamingo, and Buggy has been getting more and more popular, more infamous, more like Luffy. Lu Buggy has basically made the, well now the Cross Guild, into mm -hmm. like a grand fleet size thing. His influence is unmatched. All right, so what you just listed were yeah. feats yeah. and accomplishments. And you oh, use, but it's and you, also the narrative. Yeah, but you use very little narrative. Oh, really? Yes, I thought, because, I, I thought because, thing because you know what it takes to be a Yonko. It doesn't just take strength, right? It takes the influence. influence. It takes the strength of army. It takes territorial uh, means as well. Mm -hmm. Like, all these things have to be in place for Buggy to even be a Yonko, even though he doesn't have the strength. So you immediately... Uh, your feats were, like, power feats. That's why people were like, kid's going to be a Yonko. And I was like, no. No, 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 no. So that's what you did. You literally went for a second. Yo, even though I know Buggy's a meme, he also has all this other stuff. Yeah. And that's what we're saying about rocks is that he had all these other things. No, he definitely did. He definitely did, but it, it, it goes even further because we have actual- He was actually strong. We have witnesses. Yeah. Kaido himself, Sengoku himself, we got Roger Garp. himself, we have Garp. Like there's so many people, that, and, and this is why the Garp situation happened, when people were like, yo, Garp's a fraud. And we knew that he wasn't. Yeah. Why? Based Garp upon what he already accomplished. Mm-hmm. So just because a newspaper could be adjusted doesn't mean that that's the end-all, be-all. Like, that's crazy to me. And JT, you was killing Sebastian, bro. Go ahead, man. <laughs> JT, My bad, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. I, like, I just can't, like, like these, this comparison of Buggy to Rock, 
like y'all are like not y'all because some of y'all spitting, but Sebastian specifically is stretching like crazy. First of <laughs> all, first of all, you said you know you know Rocks was you know Rogers' first and greatest adversary. That that relates to Buggy. It, Buggy wasn't even his first adversary. Just to knock that down, there was like Alvita and like Acton and Morgan. So like, what are we oh, talking about I with that? Really, Alvita's a, a subordinate of Buggy, bro. <laughs> Alvita's literally a subordinate of Buggy. Not at the time when they fought. I know, but I'm saying like in the yeah. present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna no, need you to like, actually like, watch like, Parvish's video, bro. That's that's all I need. I'm, I'm not speaking on it no more. Yeah, I need to watch Parvish's video and I'm get back saying, to man. me. If I hear if I hear rocks related to Buggy one more time, Seb. What are you going to do, JP? <laughs> what are you going to do to me, bro? Are you going to call here, up and complain about it? I'm going to come back in here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have Lawrence on you, bro. Listen, bro. I'm going to stick Lawrence on you, bro. I will say this. If it was so easy to discredit rocks, I wouldn't need a 30-minute video to discredit rocks. Mm. It's not discrediting him. All right. JT, man. You've been wonderful today for once. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, man. Speak your truth. Man. Speak your truth. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. Kev, great to see you, bro. W guest, man. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, man. Lawrence, love you too, man. You my goat. Hey, love you too, JT. Appreciate you. So, I got nothing to say to you. We gonna link up when for anybody that wants to know too to think that we're hating on Par, we're not. I think yeah. Par is one of the most incredibly talented people ever, and I respect him probably more than anybody does. So, don't get that twisted and start thinking that I hate Par. No, I actually love the guy. No, Par's our dude. Just yeah. that we just we would have never had him four times on the show. Yeah. <laughs> He's a monster in the kitchen. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? What's up, fellas? It's Red Haired. Hey, hey, what's up, man? Shank them, bro. You you confident tonight? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> what's up, Shank them? So I gotta I gotta get in on this rocks conversation. Real <laughs> oh my quick. god! <laughs> just real quick, just real quick, uh, Larry. Uh, please don't jump down my throat. Pause. Uh, Pause. <laughs> oh wait, in Philly we don't. Do I, I thought we didn't pause in Philly. <laughs> Yo. Uh, so the thing I don't think Rocks is a buggy s character in the sense that he's not strong. He is obviously strong in some way. Sorry, I'm in a parking lot. There's a car alarm going off. No, don't worry about it. We don't hear it. <laughs> um, but I do think if you look at Kaido, Big Mom, and Whitebeard when they were young, they all had a thing about them that a person who was both strong and manipulative could manipulate to get them on his side. So he would have to be strong enough so that they wouldn't just be like, screw this guy, I'm just going to kill him. But he also doesn't have to be, say, stronger than Roger. Because if you look at Whitebeard, Whitebeard from Sphinx Island, a very poor place, a place that he felt he had to protect. If Rocks already is pretty strong and has a strong crew and says to Whitebeard, join my crew or I'm going to destroy Sphinx Island, that's a good reason to join the crew. And say Kaido. Kaido was a slave. Kaido wanted to be free. Rocks can offer him that and the protection to say, like, no one else is going to enslave you. You're with my crew. Nobody's taking you. Big Mom, always looking for acceptance, looking for a place where, like, for instance, if you're on Rocks' crew and you have a temper tantrum, there's other people here that can deal with you. You're not going to be, like, ostracized for doing that. So I just think there's, like Seb has been saying, I think there are avenues where, not that he's buggy, that he's just weak, 
but that he's not like top one in the verse with a bullet. That was an amazing analysis. I um, thoroughly really enjoyed that. And I think that kind of goes to Larry's point about him being a Luffy kind of character with the way you're sort of ha – he's not manipulating the people to join him. It's like he's sort of, you know, convincing them like, hey, you will be free. You'll be welcome here. And he wants to be king of the world where everyone can kind of – well, presumably, you know. Well, it could go either way, really. It could be, you know, like – oh, I, I can't talk about that. Um <laughs> It, it it would be kind of it could either be man, straight up manipulating like in the white beard situation that's that's basically extortion hmm. you know that's basically just saying like you care about this thing i'm going to destroy it unless you do what i said and we don't know you know many things about the rock pirate crew so that that i could be wrong on that there could be a timeline issue with that but the point stands <laughs> that we saw the backstories of these people these three people share similarities you know they're they're yonko they're conquerors. They also have very tragic backstories. And that's a connecting factor that puts them all on the same crew as well. Mm -hmm. So I just think that has to be something that matters in how they all linked up. It just it doesn't make sense to me that Oda would show us these, you know, bad things that happen to Kaido and these tragedies that happen to Big Mom and Whitebeard, not necessarily a tragic backstory, but like a, a emphasis on Sphinx Island and how it was poor and how he wanted to protect it. You know, those things matter just as much as them being conquerors if we're talking narratively. Obviously not, you know, in a power set. So what I will say is this. <clears throat> you can say all those things, and they would absolutely mean exactly what you're trying to say, right? But this is the one thing, and I, I've said this more than a couple times. There has been nobody in the entire show who has had the dream of becoming the ruler of the world. And we know that due to willpower and due to hockey, there are paths that are more perilous than others, right? When you want to become the king of the world, you're going to be bigger than the pirate king. You're going to be bigger than the world's strongest swordsman. And at this point in time, even if we wanted to point it out to somebody like Blackbeard, he well, still doesn't could, want to become the I ruler of the world. Could I push back a little bit? Go ahead. So... I agree with you in a broad sense, but if you want to be, say, Luffy's dream, I would actually argue, is more difficult than wanting to be king of the world because what he really wants is for everyone to be free. And so that's more difficult than just controlling everyone. Giving everyone freedom is a more difficult task. So I don't necessarily agree that wanting to be king of the world is just the top ambition that is going to clock all the others. You know, I think it depends on what your definition of that is. Well, here's the thing. Luffy's necessarily not trying to topple celestial dragons. He's not trying to topple the world government. Not in his mind, but the effective thing that would happen if he achieves his dream is that. Yes, but again, he he first wants to just become free and just have the ability to roam the seas if he wants to, right? He doesn't know what it takes to do such things. Like, he doesn't know the extent of his dream, so he's just fighting towards something that seems never-ending. But ultimately, when he becomes the king of the pirates, that's when he finds the one piece. That piece of the dream is already done. We don't know what the other dream is, right? We just know that it, it includes freedom, and he believes becoming the pirate king grants you the most freedom on the sea. Where rocks literally was like, I'm going to take over the entire world, celestial dragons included, and I can do whatever I truly want with that. And he was, as far as we know, the closest to doing something that's, like that. That's total free. And I, and I get that I'm extrapolating on Luffy's dream, and we don't actually know what Luffy's dream is. But 
that ambition is for you to be free. You would be the only person who is totally free in that scenario because you rule the world. In what I believe we are seeing of Luffy's dream, it's going to be phrased in like a childish way, but the effective meaning of it is going to be, I want everyone to be free. That's just a higher ambition. It just is. It's debatable. Uh, it's very debatable. All I know is completely off topic, I guess, but I was the only person on this podcast that said Buggy was going to be a Yonko. Oh, in this well, podcast. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, wow. I thought it was slander. No, Buggy and Lionel. I, I oh, know no, you're Lionel losing when you're trying too. to take Buggy no, Ws. Buggy Ws all day, bro. I just want I have a little pushback to what you said Um. Uh, right here. Uh, yeah. Just that, for example, from what I've seen with the show, and me and Lionel talk about this a lot, and I guess we, me and Lionel have a different perspective on, like, conquerors-wise, but from that just the tackling on the part you said, like manipulation thing. Have we seen that in a way to gain any conquerors? You know, because I feel like what we show in here, gaining conquerors on your side, what we saw is special, right? Like for example, Roger was like his right hand man who was actually loyal to you. Like that's your partner, that's your friend, that's the person who like legit is doing. Like we see with Luffy and Zoro, right? We don't see everyone that has it. It's actually very, very rare. You know that you have a conk that you gained the conqueror to actually follow you and recognize you. That that's my captain, right? That's why like Zoro. But can you sorry? Yeah, no, real quick. So that's why Zoro had uh uh like got angry at Luffy about the whole Usopp thing because he's like, this is so I chose you to be my captain and you're allowing you're not captaining right. You're allowing someone to disrespect you and like we're not playing pirates here, right? So what we're showing here is like the reason I'm bringing this up is like we have Kaido. As a prime example, right? He didn't have one conquerors on his side, even his own daughter, right? And Wiper didn't want any conquerors on his side because. But, but he wasn't offering them an avenue to fulfill the will that is the genesis of their conquerors. See, like, that, it's just an entirely different situation. If, uh, like, I'm not even saying these guys because clearly they they didn't bend the knee to him. They did like. Who was it? Well, one of them warned Kaido about rocks being dangerous. Was it Whitebeard? I, I don't recall. Um, like, they clearly didn't, you know, just love him and trust him the way Zoro loves and trusts Luffy. They were getting something out of the deal. They were either afraid to die or they were getting something out of the deal. No, yeah. They, they definitely, to me, I, I think that they all had their own agenda. But the reason why I'm saying this is because, right, conquerors, if you challenge their conquerors, they're going to clash against you. That's why I say, like, with Kaido, why he, was, he wasn't able to get anyone because... He didn't do it in a way to become their friend. I believe that's what they show is like that's how you gain a conquerors. Like Luffy potentially he got we know he got Zoro, but Ace and Luffy potentially could have got Yamato because the way they approached Yamato. Right? If you like for example, the main thing me and Sebastian get to argue about is about the Ace situation. Why did Ace leave the Whitebridge crew? Right? It's because Whitebridge made a decision that Ace heavily disagreed with. Right? Now it affects his conquerors. Like, he felt strongly about this. And then Ace left because Whitebeard, in his eyes, in Ace's eyes, chose to do something that he disagreed with. And I can tell you the reason I'm back is because, like, for example, and Ace didn't, I mean, Whitebeard didn't listen to Ace. And now you can see that same exact situation going back to Zoro and Luffy. Do you think if Luffy did not listen to Zoro, does Zoro stay on the crew? He does not. Because the way you're captaining goes against my conquerors. 
right? But that's an agreement between, not an agreement, but that's a, that's a relationship between them that is yeah. particular. Yeah, I know, I know. But the reason I'm going is, look, now I'm putting it all together now. Remember on the rooftop where Kaido said, you guys should all just join me, right? Luffy says, heck, like we would ever join like you, right? Because the way he's dealing with it, I'm thinking it's like trying to break people's wills. You attacking people's homeland, you're attacking their conquerors where they're going to fight. Like you're, the, the natural response for conquerors is to fight for their freedom, fight what they believe in, fight what they stand for, fight for their ambition, what they believe what should be done, right? You would, like for Wiper's situation, if you went, no, because I could see more like what Rox probably did was like since Wiper was, he's probably older than Rox, I mean younger than Rox, he helped Rox or Wiper save his uh, island by putting it underneath his flag. And then they negotiated, and then somehow he got Whitebeard to join his crew. But either way, as in, like, you can spin that the other way, where, like, okay, my island is under your, like, big, you know, Big Mom and Kaido do this, too, where it's like, this place is under my protection. But that also means that you're beholden to me. Like, I can take you guys out anytime. No one else is coming to help you. That's if you go in about a malicious way. But if you, that's something, if you do it that way, where the conquerors feels, like, suppressed, like you're trying to suppress their will, or, like, destroy break their will they're going what i've seen with conquerors they fight against you every single time mm -hmm. odin luffy kid yamato yamato they fight against you every single time if you do it where, where you're kind of like a friendship wise or just a, a deal where like it's not in a bad but, situation but for them even, but even like so in the, in this iteration of the rocks crew i would be saying that He's not going against them. Like maybe he might have coerced them, or he might have just convinced them to join. I still think he was strong. I don't. I'm not. That's that he's weak is something that's just like outside the bounds of logic. But you, if you're giving them an avenue to fulfill the will that is the basis of their conquest, so like if you're saying to Whitebeard, like, "Hey, I'm going to become king of the world, and once I'm king of the world, Sphinx Island's going to be good. Like, it, no problems. You get to raise your family. You get to do whatever you want. No one's going to bother you." Big Mom, once I'm king of the world, you can create your utopia kingdom. You can, you know, Kaido, once I'm king of the world, you can go fight whoever you want. I don't care. If he's not getting in the way of those things, they're not clashing. Mm. Listen, I, I seen Kaido mention Joy Boy. He left God Valley for a reason. It might have been because the person he thought was Joy Boy wasn't Joy Boy because he lost. Mm. So or, if, you know, if, if people want to that battle, it could be in that battle, you know, because we see a lot of times in One Piece, you know, true intentions are revealed during battle. Maybe Rox finally let it slip that he wasn't going to actually do all these things, that he'd been lying to them. Again, that goes against everything that a conquerors is. Yeah. And that just doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry, Red Hair. But that, adds to That's the Black right, Beard. that does add to the Blackbeard parallel, though, if that is the case. Doesn't because Blackbeard don't got no conquerors on his squad. No, I'm saying the manipulator, yeah. like the liar type of stuff. Even if so, is it is it easy to manipulate a conqueror? I guess, I guess maybe manipulate is, is not the correct term, but yeah. it, I don't think he necessarily conquered them. No, 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 also, yeah. how strong does this guy have to be to conquer all the like that's like how did he ever possibly lose? Like there's a mm. point at which taking all these things just at face value means he's like basically one punch man. But this is what we've been trying to tell people, bro. It's like there's something that happened at God Valley that we do not know of because all the evidence points that whatever happened does not make sense. And when it gets revealed, we'll find out. But till then, 
this is the like when we look at Roger, he was able to clash with Prime Whitebeard on his basically he was gonna die like within the next couple months. Like he couldn't like like they had to fight for three days. He had to avoid Big Mom because he didn't want to create extra stress on his body. And if you got if you guys want to go by anime, he was in his cabin and he fell to the floor before he even started his journey. So it's like Roger was also a different beast. He wasn't the Roger that we've seen, bro. Like he he was way greater than we actually believe. And I think that that does speak to to Rox as well. So I don't know. I, I think that we're just gonna have to all agree to disagree until it's shown. But that's my yeah. stance, man. Yeah, I feel. I feel. Yeah. All right. I won't take up any more of your time, guys. Thanks for having me. No, no nah, thank you, right here. Good. Appreciate you, man. Shank them. I like, I like I'm, the thoughts. I'm, I'm working on that ace piece, bro. I'm gonna hit you up. Yeah, Yo, you better. That shit was so. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff was fire. Yeah, that's true, bro. I got you. Peace out. All right, peace. All right, we did get another super chat. Um, I'm just gonna read it real quick. Yeah, we'll read it after. Right. Marvel, take two, two more phone calls. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for calling. My name is Larry. Who are you, and how are you? Yo, what up? It's Matt MGK here. Just Matt. Hey, what's hey, up, man? Matt? Thank say. you for calling, man. Here to say, buggy gang. Hey. Buggy gang. <laughs> buggy gang all the way. All day, every day. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Kiv, Kiv knows what's up with Usopp. He's for sure getting conquered, Hucky. Buggy That's Usopp. That's like, no question. And I'm here mainly to just baby rage about Blackbeard and call you not a real one pen, uh, piece fan, Larry. <laughs> Wait, go, go off, bro. Do you think? Go ahead, bro. I'll just listen. <laughs> no, I want you to baby rage with me back. <laughs> Blackbeard? Unquestionably. No doubt in my mind. I have the vision, the power vision, no question. Highest durability of the verse. Not even close. Nope, no. Hold up. Hold up. I know what you're going to say. Not because he's strong. I, you don't even, he doesn't have to be in your top 100. But because of Hex and whatever stuff Blackbeard's going on, maybe it's Devil Fruit, maybe it's his weird biology or whatever's going on there. That's all I'm saying. His durability is bonkers levels. He can take any hit and Luffy's going to have to get creative when he defeats him. It's not going to just be a case where... Oh, he can conquer Koda's uh, fist and punch him in the face like you said last week. It's not going to be like that. He's going to have to get creative with it. Now, I see the chat now. You guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. So let me, Matt, oh. you say your name is Matt, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, Matt, do you, do you think that Blackbeard can, can just take Gamma Knife to the chest and be okay to fight afterwards? Yeah. Yes. No further comment. <laughs> listen, man. No listen, further comment. Listen, I love nah, Blackbeard, bro. Like he, he can't, you can't be saying he got top one durability in the verse, bro. We just saw what Kaido was doing out here. We saw what it took to, to, big, to, to even just ring Big Mom out. Like, you can't be saying Blackbeard has top tier or top one durability, man. We got people fighting for days out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got to see something from him first before you start giving that specific not, kind of stamp. Nah, it's, not, it's not 
not real durability though. It's not real durability. So what are you saying? It's his. It's his hex. It's his devil fruit, or it's his plot? biology. Like it's <laughs> is not that, real is that what, it's is that what you're saying? Language. I apologize. Hawks. Is that what it? Like I don't. I don't get what you mean by it's not real durability. What is the durability then? What is the what is making it top one in the verse to you? I, I don't know. That that I can't speak to. I just know I can he see just the has vision. The gut feel. He, he has the it. gut feeling about Blackbeard's gut feelings. <laughs> the only good thing is um I, I, don't, <laughs> I've got that gut feeling. <laughs> I don't know when you place when he ha when do you think he he got it? He got it like uh like pre time sick or post time sick? Because I, I think, do I think it's probably the Yami. I think it's the devil fruit. Because the reason why I'm saying this if you're saying it's a Yami, then I guess that answers the question because we definitely saw Blackbeard in Fear for His Life as soon as White Bashar attacked him where he said, guys, it went from a one-on-one -on -one to nah, I'm going to die, crew start attacking Whitebeard. Mm. Like he, Blackbeard feared for his life there because if he believed, if he was ultimately believed he could take that, he would have just, you know, took what Whitebeard was giving him and then, because Whitebeard was also literally on his deathbed. Like there's moments until this dude was dying. He died... Two chapters later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Whitebeard's like Whitebeard's literally at his weakest. Yeah. White Blackbeard in the, in that state was scared for his life to call his crew to help him attack Whitebeard. Just, from the attack. We've seen Blackbeard writhe out in pain on several occasions. Yeah, like I just yeah. durability isn't that's not the thing you hang your hat on for yeah, Blackbeard. It's not. It's not speed, it's not an observation. It's not it's not that. Yeah. It's not that. It's Hawks. And it's not durability hawks. He's able to survive crazy stuff, sure. But it's not like He'll be we've just we've seen more impressive durability from other higher high tier. Okay, maybe maybe it's not durability. Maybe I'm using the wrong word there. I don't do the power scaling thing, so I don't know all your fancy terms. <laughs> but all I'm saying All I'm saying is that he he can take a hit, and he can take a hit like no one we've seen before, and it's it's gonna be weird. Luffy's not gonna be able to just punch him in the face. He's gonna I, have to get creative with it. Matt, I guarantee you, Luffy wins the fight by punching Blackbeard in the face really hard. <laughs> I can almost I can almost guarantee you that. I can almost guarantee that. And and the only way I say the creativity where Luffy would have to get to hit him is because he's gonna be using two abilities, maybe even three. To try to stop Luffy from hitting. No, but even then, he's Blackbeard's ability is to stop Luffy from being creative with his ability. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that's I just, a part of it. He's gonna yeah. he's literally going to have to punch him hard enough in the face with willpower attached to it. Yeah. And that's gonna be what wins the day. Yeah. I just had an idea that's like awful, but also kind of awesome. I don't know <laughs> how I feel about it fully. But like oh. um, so Luffy is essentially, you know, the drums liberation. You know, mm -hmm. that's Luffy's whole deal. And Blackbeard, coincidentally, has a pretty massive um, bulge in his stomach, right? Hey, pretty hey, massive. yo. Pretty massive. Stomach. And I'm going to say, Blackbeard could probably do this, and it would sound like a drum. I feel like that's what Luffy's going to do. It's not going to be hit in the face. It's going to be hit in the stomach, just like in uh, Impel Down. I think that would be kind of cool. I don't know why, I just had a thought. Think he's going like, to beat the Blackbeard drum? Beat the drum or whatever. Okay. He's going to beat the drums of liberation. He's going to put liberation into Blackbeard. I see it. I see the vision. And Blackbeard's main move is liberation. liberation. Mm. Yeah. I see it. It's a false liberation. He knows what he's talking about. Sure. He, he never misses. Well, thank you. You're welcome at the dog pen. Right. We appreciate the call, Matt. Yeah. Oh, I gotta say, 
Sib's right. Wow. Blue On the rocks thing? Sib's right. <laughs> not not that I believe it, but I think there's a possibility. Sib's thank, right. Thank you. I'll leave That's it all that. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yo, Matt, nah, you, you got Matt, it, Matt, you like fruits or no? <laughs> <laughs> you eat fruits? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, just go grab a banana, bro. <laughs> go grab a banana, bro. <laughs> Your potassium's nah, low, Nah, you can't dog. be saying that after the calls you just got in. You cannot be calling that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Enjoy the rest of your night, bro. Yeah, good to hear it's probably you. It's probably morning for him. He <laughs> or morning. Like Australia. Australia. Or morning. Whichever. Yeah. Midday. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. sleep. <laughs> like Blackbeard. Oh, look at that. Yeah. All right, bro. Have a good one. Yeah, good to hear from you. Have a good yeah, one. peace. Peace. Uh, yeah, next call is going to have to be a quick one, guys. We have to do super chats really quick. So, sorry. Hey, this is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Hi, my name is SFDT. How y'all doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for calling. What's up with you? Yeah, so I wanted to piggyback on uh, Shanked a little bit. I had kind of a similar idea. I know you guys are probably getting tired of talking about this subject, but I had to figure back a bit. Uh, I don't think I don't think rocks could manipulate them in a way by using their past or any sad memories or anything. I kind of feel like he might be a, a sort of a more powerful imposition version of Nico Robin. Like he has information about the Void Century or Poneglyph or something that just makes people or that makes that made his crew want to follow him because at that time maybe that information was really scarce you know what i mean because that was probably you know way back in the day where people weren't really probably looking that hard maybe rocks was probably one of the first that looked for it truly i actually like that that's pretty interesting that that idea is really interesting and i'll tell you why because of what rayleigh said to robin mm -hmm. at sabori archipelago he said, you know, I can give you the answer, but you might come out with a different answer than what we did. And just giving Big Mom and Kaido and Whitebeard, like there there has to be a reason besides him being stronger than them mm -hmm. uh, to be able to follow him. So if he did have knowledge, you know, me and Par Theory Bang for like, for like, I don't know how many minutes about how he could have been a celestial dragon to a point too. And he probably knows what the One Piece was said what it was and then these three individuals took what they what he said and came up with a different answer for the world and that's probably exactly. why, that's probably yeah. why kaido does what he does whitebeard wanted a family and big mom wanted to have all the races uh combined together so they're, they're, it's right. everything they they're... yeah i'm so, sorry go ahead <laughs> so everything they actually wanted to do like kaido whitebeard and big mom it wasn't naturally it wasn't actually like bad things that their goals were like their goals were kind of wholesome you could probably question kaidos to a degree but overall they, they were all wholesome it was just that was their answers for the world to live in so it's funny right that you say it this way that he could have been like a nico robin kind of figure of his time and it, we were talking in the chat and in the, the poll about who the parallel for rocks actually is in this era right and everybody was naming pirates and stuff but somebody who comes up a lot is dragon so if he was this pony glyph seeker or reader in that light i could definitely see dragon being the actual parallel for rocks mm. 
but you I know can what I mean? see that in a way. Mm-hmm. There's there's even been wild theories about him being the son of a dragon. Like there are crazy theories, crazier than Par Vision theories, mm-hmm. like crazy theories. But I just feel like there's a way, maybe like because I, I don't, I feel like Conqueror's hockey is something you could maybe even really gain. Like I think the main way is by having a something that you're really trying to go for, something that you're willing to die for. I don't really think you really need strength for it. I think it's just a motivation higher than anything else. And I think trying to take over the world is probably the craziest motivation there is. So that may be how he got it. And maybe a way he has somewhat of a crutch over them, maybe. But I feel like they honestly, they probably could have jumped him and took him down. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Him by himself. Like, I think the three of them probably could have beat him pretty readily. But they had a reason to follow him. Yeah, I mean, again, there's just a lot of vagueness. We just need to see more. That's all I ask. Yeah. Uh, is everybody keep an open mind until we see more about rocks? And I'm willing to accept almost any rocks theory at this point because we just yeah. don't have much information on him. But SD, we do got to wrap calls uh, so we can read some of these super chats before we uh, end the show. But thank you so much for calling. Please call again. Thank you guys for hearing me out. It was perfect. Thank you guys. Yeah, great. That was yeah. a great theory. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, uh, guys, that's going to be the last call today. We do have to read Super Chats before we wrap up, uh, but thank you, everybody. Uh, we did get a $5 Super Chat from Black Jesus. It says, dang, Larry went gear five. Questions, do you guys think we will get Luffy versus Shanks in the end? And if so, how do you think we get there? Mark? I already shared my piece on this before. We don't have much time, but I believe that uh, Luffy and Shanks are going to fight, like, Luffy trying to reach um, One Piece, and Shanks is going to show him what it takes to be Pirate King because Shanks experienced and saw uh, Roger's true strength in his prime. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, Luffy, Shanks is going to show him what it takes to become Pirate King and what it means that way. So I, that's my bit thought on that. Kev, real quick. He might even think of trying to make Luffy even stronger than Roger because Shanks, seeing Roger as a kid, probably idolized him like mm-hmm. – crazily you know what i mean so maybe if he sees luffy as like somewhat even equal to roger or maybe even better that'd be crazy yeah. uh, i don't know if they're gonna fight like for real but yeah. you know I, it'll be interesting i subscribe to the davy back theory i actually am putting out a theory soon it is on uh, cross guild hosting luffy versus shanks the davy back fight uh, but tune in for that one uh, we got another two dollar super chat from black jesus it says luffy is a conqueror and he's tricked all the time yeah i mean conquerors get tricked sometimes y'all but that's uh, also because luffy Odie even says it. Luffy's an, an idiot, so, you know? All pirates are idiots, low-key. Uh, <laughs> we got some Super Chats from last week that we were not able to read off, so I'm trying to read them now. Uh, we got $2 from Mike Super. It says, A7, Par be right, though. Another $2 from Mr. Rubik's. It says, Kid and Killer coming back as the killed pirates. <laughs> Another $2 from James Hudson. Larry, this is why chat bullies you. Hashtag buggy gang. Another 5 from Flame C. JT is the real life Usopp. <laughs> we got another 5 from <laughs> Terrence Matthews. I won't call, it won't let me call in. I've been trying for weeks now. I haven't been able to talk to y'all. Sorry, Terrence. Just keep trying. We're going to do more call only episodes in the future. But uh, that's all the supers. So, Larry, you go. we got more. <laughs> Gosh, damn it. We got two more? Oh, I didn't see them coming. Oh, sorry, y'all. Uh, one second. Is it Terrence again? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Do I just read on my phone? Uh, no, I got them. Uh, it says, "How $5 from Terrence Matthews. How many times have we seen Bumbeard screaming, oh, it hurts? Uh, yeah, uh, Blackbeard takes damage, bro. And another five from uh, Samuel Shaw. I think it's Aussie Dollars. It says, Larry had Blackbeard at 19, so just to clarify, which is a W, just wanted to get your thoughts on Garp surviving for the three-generation reunion. Garp dead predictable. 
Um, I think Garp passes, personally. I agree. I do not know. Same. Um, I can see where he dies for the story-wise, like the whole beef between Black Ray and Luffy increases. But I don't fully see yet Oda killing off Garp. Yeah. I can see why. But uh, in particular, uh, you know, Kev, thank you so much for being here with us. Everybody, thank you for the Super Chats. Thank you for the memberships. Thank you for trying to call. Again, if you're new to the show, anytime you try to call, there's a bunch of other people trying to call as well, and you might not get through. So thank you for staying online. Thank you for trying over and over again. But I just wanted to say thank you again, Kev, just for joining us today. It was man. a pleasure, man. I, like, we were honored. I, I've watched you guys for like multiple months at this point. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, actually chopping it up, talking about One Piece, it was fine. Yeah. So uh, please tell everybody where they could find you, you know, let everybody know what's going on. And then yeah. So we got a huge stream on Wednesday talking about one of the best characters in One Piece, and you guys know because he started off the stream, Buggy, the Buggy <laughs> Bash Wednesday. Some of your favorite One Piece creators all going to be there. You guys are all welcome to join in as well if you want. And what time, bro? Uh, I don't know. Some, it's going to be long, so yeah. you're welcome to join anytime. All right. Um, but yeah, check me out. Uh, the at and the thing, but. If some gracious mod would send a link, that would be awesome. Oh, they send well. a number. Uh, okay, awesome. Our, our mods are like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have the links to Kev's everything that I could find also in the video description below. But thank you, man. Not a problem, man. It was awesome. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much again. But this is the end of the show. Marv's kicking us out. So, my name is Larry. <laughs> Lawrence. Lionel. Sam. <laughs> this is that one piece.